I wanted to bring up a few of uh, some, some follow-up to the conservative Christian conversation that we had. Okay, uh, I have some too. That, yeah. yeah, cool. So uh, one was that, uh, and we had been texting with some other friends and stuff uh, about it, so I might bring people up, but um, I started listening to Reliant K's old albums again. I started and... listening to Reliant K this week too. <laughs> <laughs> so and, did Mitch uh, <laughs> from the Terror Table. <laughs> oh, man. And it's, um, it's, it was interesting. There were a lot of songs. There was one that you had brought up, Mood Rings. Yeah. that I couldn't remember on the show when you brought it up and then I listened to it and I was like I love this song I remember the song so well oh yeah uh, and now listening to the lyrics it is very problematic it's uh, mm. to remind everybody it's like a story about all women are like um, crazy and you have to have mood rings to tell like if I they're can angry probably, or whatever I can probably say the lyrics at least at the beginning by, by yeah. memory just from <laughs> we all know those girls that I'm talking about uh, maybe I only know the first part because yeah. <laughs> my mind went blank after that uh First they're Jekyll, then they're Hyde. It's like all yeah. this. It's all these like comparisons of they're really sweet, and then they blow up at you, and mm-hmm. yeah, keep going. And if we if we all bought the mood rings, then we would like the world would be better, or like yeah. we would all. I don't know. It's it's a really problematic song. I think literally the first line of the chorus is "Let's get emotional girls to all wear mood rings," <laughs> yeah. which is a great way to describe a woman. <laughs> is just to say emotional right off the bat. I think also there was a kid though I liked it because I thought mood rings were really cool and obviously oh, yeah. worked. Yeah. And so and <laughs> yeah. I thought every girl also like I feel like that I've, now I'm thinking it's like uh uh and my girl, I think Veda Saltenfuss, the the main chick, <laughs> I think she has like a a mood ring. There's like something mm-hmm. about that in in movies yeah. and stuff growing up that I was like it's like quicksand. I thought quicksand would be everywhere. I thought every adult wore mood rings. And then that yeah. song came out. I was like, of course, this is a great idea. I, I I was the same way. And I remember the first time seeing a mood ring and a being like, this feels really cheap. But and, and then r- like rubbing the, the top of it and it changing colors and being like, uh-huh. my mood hasn't changed. Something's <laughs> something's wrong here. I don't understand this. Or then doubting myself and being like, maybe I'm mad and I don't know it yet. And this is like that's a, a yeah, it gets in your head. <laughs> You're like, well, that changed to red, so I must be mad. I, I mean, yeah. I listened to uh, we we finished kind of like cleaning out our garage and putting new storage in there and stuff. We had an elliptical out there, so we bought like a mm-hmm. some like real like cheap um, foam mats to put down to put the elliptical on, just to kind of make it. We're gonna put some lights in there too basically make it as inviting as we can for over the winter that we'll be going out into a cold garage to work out since we're not going to the mm-hmm. gym. Um, and so we had music going in there and I, we finished the playlist we were listening to and Amanda is the one who always wants to listen to Christmas music for me. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not against it, but I'm not like dying to listen to it. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to surprise her and put on a Christmas album. And then right when I was starting to search, I was like, oh yeah, there's that Reliant K Christmas album. I forgot about that. So we listened (laughs) to that and it's the same thing where I was like, this is a pretty good Christmas album. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's solid. Like, and and it's, they, that was kind of too, when they had already bridged the gap between being like super pop punk and then into the more, cause they like kind of mellowed out later. So mm-hmm. it's not like a bunch of punk covers of Christmas songs. Like they, they have some yeah. energy to them. And then the original songs, at least the ones that I noticed when we were out there are all pretty good too. Like that's there. Yeah. That's the usually the really thing good. with Christmas albums from people that aren't all covers is you get to their original one and you're like, okay, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we don't need another Christmas song from you. Uh, but theirs are, are pretty solid. So. Yeah. It works for the most part. Again, there are some times in there that I'm like, 
man this is they, they have some like melancholy christmas songs which yeah. is something that i like in christmas music i think yeah. that the season is both happy and sad and that's kind of why I, I dig it sure and uh and they do like they're i think i mentioned one before they have one that's called like i hate christmas parties and yeah. that's like has a good mood to it for people that hate christmas parties and stuff yeah. but then like i'm listening i'll be jamming along and then they'll again get into something like very religious very jesus-y and it, and it, it takes me back even though that's clearly their yeah. their shtick you know there's one that's called like I'm always a lion or something, a lion, yeah. winter, a mm-hmm. lion or whatever. I didn't look at the lyrics, but I was like, I bet that's about Aslan from, <laughs> from Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> I just, I yeah. just have a good feeling that that's what they're doing there. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And they, they play into the, <clears throat> the, the Christian imagery. Cause there's another, yeah. they have another like whole lion thing from an earlier album I was listening to called like Lion-O. Um, and the one about uh, the Thundercats. Well, yeah, they have the Thundercats one, yeah, but they <laughs> okay, have <okay. laughs> they have another uh, part to that where it's it's about like like God is I'm not sure if it's Jesus or or God oh, the Father okay, okay, okay. is a lion, and there's yeah. like an intro to the to that song, and Lionel might be the actual song, but there's like an intro to it or something. Yeah, um, that's off their I think very first album, the one where they're like running on yeah. a track like over hurdles and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the the I'm Lionel one is literally about the Thundercats. Like that one yeah. is a song about them. But then I know the one you're talking about too. That it like that's how they got you. You know, it's like, hey, you like Thundercats. Get, we like yeah, Thundercats. Thundercats too. We also love the Sword of Truth and the Belt of Righteousness, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they they sneak you in. You're like, I thought we were talking about Chitara or whatever her name is. Like I I didn't watch Thundercats, so I don't know their names. Snarf or Snarfle or something? Oh, Isn't that man. the little the little little toddler cat? I don't I'm know. gonna go with it because I didn't watch that either. Pantera. And to be honest, one. I I did forget mentioning that because I'm like there. I know that they have a lot of lion imagery. I listened to two songs about it, and then I was like, yeah, the lion. Oh, and then I can see it in your face, and you're like, that's the Thundercats. I didn't know song. if it was, was like, a bit. It. I was like, is he gonna go? Is he going for no, a No, I joke just here? lost it. Because they literally go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, that's the chorus is them doing the Thundercats <laughs> sword thing. <laughs> and it's a good, even though I don't watch that show, it never did. Uh, it is a good Thundercat because it's yeah, yeah. They they go into it for the chorus or whatever. Um, they did have a um, cover album that I'd never heard of called Reliant K is for Karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, that I actually dug a, a few of the songs. If anything, they were just like interesting choices. Um, I think they but have. They... Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Keep talking. Because I, I, I also found a cover album. I think it was a different one. They might have done. Oh, I... They have a bunch more that I had never known about because they're still going. And they, they released an album like every few years. But this one was like from 2013 or 11, something like that. Okay, um, yeah. We're talking about the same one. It has yeah, the okay, cool. Tears for Fears on it. and Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they had um they had The Distance. Uh, by cake which i have mm. thought like i've never heard anybody cover cake mm-hmm. and cake is so specific yeah uh i don't know that lead singer's voice but like, the way he like talk sings and just yeah. the tone of his voice whatever it's so unique he's one of the and hardest so, it's one of the hardest bands to sing along to i i have yeah. so many cake <laughs> albums memorized i used to uh, love cake and even to this day trying to sing along sometimes just because every once in a while he'll sing this chorus differently and be like he's going the di- stance like he'll like wait a beat for words (laughs) and stuff it's so weird i've thought about i love them so much um some of their songs are so fucking good and i've been like i this would be a good karaoke song and i've thought like there's no there's no way to do that like justice uh but then this one they did the distance reliant k did and it was different but i did like it um and they didn't really try to emulate him Right. They, they they did try to get like sort of the beats and stuff because you have to, but they right. didn't try to like be him or, you know, be that style of voice. They kind of did their own thing. And it was 
it was like better than I expected, um, yeah. which was fun. Well, um, and ironically, cool that's album. why I think Cake has done so many great covers is because they they mm-hmm. don't try to uh, emulate either. I mean, they've covered Black Sabbath. They did the um, uh, first. I was afraid. I was petrified. What's that song called? I will survive. I will yeah, survive. Yeah, is, ugh, it's so good. Best. Yeah, man, I used so to good be and so different. With Cake. Yeah, I mean, still am. Obviously, there's a fat joke there. Obviously. Uh, but <laughs> I'm still obsessed with cake. Um, the, it was a, it was a PlayStation two magazine demo disc. You remember those where you'd buy like a, I do remember those the PlayStation magazine would come with a, an actual disc and there was a bunch of demos on it. And then it had two or three music videos on it. So I was probably like 14. One was a uh, bad day by fuel. I don't remember that band. Yeah. <laughs> in the vein I of remember Creed. that song. I feel, but I can't uh, in terms of, yeah. Yeah, uh, think of it. Uh, and then short skirt, long jacket. The video for that, Ugh. which is like people listening to the song and like reacting in real time and stuff, like on the beach, mm. like in in California. And that was where I was like, "This is so weird," but I was so into it. And I remember um, next time my dad had to leave, I was like, "Can you take me to the mall so I can see if they have this Cake Band?" <laughs> and nice. bought that album. And then yeah, for the next like two or three albums was was they were like my favorite band ever. I was so into them. Yeah, I've never actually listened to their full albums. I just know most of like their, you know, like main songs, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm really into those. And I've thought like that's one of the bands that I would love to go back and like find. I'm sure that there's so much more that I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're really great songs. They had uh, and, and they're they're like a fun kind like you can tell that they're they're down to be goofy and and mm-hmm. and funny and stuff like one of the it might have been an EP was like. Uh, similar to that Reliant Gate thing, they had four different, maybe four or five different covers, and they each one was a different scratch and sniff, <laughs> like aroma. <laughs> so they had uh, and uh, can continue continued to do covers too. I remember my mom walking in when I was listening to them one time, and she was like, "Oh, I love this song," and uh, it was a band that she loved in the '70s when she was younger called Bread. So Cake was covering yeah, Bread, <laughs> and uh, then that got awesome. me kind of into Bread because uh, <clears throat> she had like the greatest hit CD or whatever too. There's a million fat jokes here. Still into bread too. I, will, bread I, I was thinking fat. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about it. Back to the mall when you're, you're like, hey dad, can you take me to the mall to get cake? And he's like, there's cake in the fridge, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go to the mall for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna drive you somewhere to get cake. You can walk ten feet. <laughs> get some um, of that cardio. <laughs> another one I wanted to bring up because uh, you had mentioned uh, Five Iron Frenzy on the show, which mm-hmm. I don't remember a ton of. I couldn't remember their titles or songs that I listened to, but I did find one that I had forgotten about for years called Dandelions. Oh, yeah. That when I heard it the other day, it like was a jolt of nostalgia. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah. And it also is has a lot of like, um, you know, the, basically like it's like comparing a mother's love to like God's love for his yeah. children and stuff and about whatever yeah. but it's it's but still rocks i like that song a that's, lot <laughs> that's a good example of what i was talking about in the episode too of like they they were and still are i think christians who um are very conflicted and and very mm-hmm. uh, you know sort of like analog like hate the organized religion part of it but still have some sort of connection to their own personal mm-hmm. faith and i think that song's a great example of that because it's ultimately the theme of it's a very christian song like you said but ultimately the message of it is the idea that um you know in the in the metaphor that they're using this kid grabs a bunch of dandelions and gives them to his mom as this like bouquet of flowers she sees it as this like beautiful bouquet of flowers even though it's these like garbage trash weeds yeah <laughs> that are, are disgusting yeah <laughs> uh, and the whole idea being like um you know 
God sees beauty in us. God sees, you know, there, it's a loving relationship. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not a condemning one where, you know, God's like, you better do this stuff. Or you're going to hell, which is so much of, especially yeah. back then, evangelical Christianity. But yeah. That's, that's one of their, their big songs. I listened to them this week too, which is more common mm-hmm. still. They have, they just did a Kickstarter for a new album. Uh, oh, cool. And I, I pledged to that and they actually it was probably 2011, maybe 2012. They had been broken up for years and they announced on Kickstarter they were doing a new album and at the time broke the record for the most money oh, wow. in a Kickstarter ever. <laughs> like, and it's been broken, you know, many times since then. Sure. But it was, I think, up in the millions. Like, it was, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Which I think so many Five Iron Frenzy fans kind of felt like, oh, yeah, I love Five Iron Frenzy and I maybe knew one other person that knew them. Like, they weren't like yeah. a super popular band, <laughs> but just all of those you know Enough weird fans, nerds yeah. came out of the woodwork yeah <laughs> yeah and uh i got to see them amanda took me to see them after that they did a tour and got back together and they played at a church it was a it was an old like methodist or maybe it was even catholic church that had been sold uh because they i don't know they couldn't afford it or whatever and uh, uh some people bought it and turned it into a bar but kept all like a venue <laughs> but kept uh-huh. all the architecture it was one of the coolest uh-huh. places i've seen a concert at so but it also like very much fit five iron frenzy to where it was like yeah. there was an element you know the structure is kind of rooted in christianity but it's a bar it's a venue people are drinking having a good time like it's not you know this this like pious christian place and mm-hmm. it was one of the best shows i've ever been to it was awesome and then it was this weird mix of like some younger people, but then also like 20 and 30 year olds that listened to Five Iron yeah. Frenzy when they were like 15. And so then there were like people moshing, but also people like they made jokes too, where they were like, we're get, we have two more songs because we know like most of you have a babysitter that you need to get back home to, to, to like, so that Man, they can awesome. go home because <laughs> you've got kids or whatever. Everybody's like, growing up together. Right. Yeah. Um, I still have a sticker on my car that's the Nine Inch Nails logo, but uh, FIF. It was one of their stickers. Oh, they did like a Five Iron Frenzy one. They also had a bumper a nice. sticker that I bought that was the bumper sticker just says, I used to listen to Five Iron Frenzy, which is like so <laughs> another awesome. like indicative thing. Yeah, they're cool, man. That's very, funny. Uh, you had mentioned about the church turned into a bar that you went to see them at because I saw Reliant K, I believe, once at a bar that my parents used to go to, like a country club. Okay. That was the owner uh, turned Christian, and he turned it into a music venue for for Christians. Wow, that's, yeah, that's the exact. So we opposite. saw the opposite things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. And it was really weird for me to be there, and it was all lit up and stuff. And I had known it from my parents being this like place they went to on Friday nights to dance, <laughs> like line dancing or whatever, uh, back in the day. So random. Well, um, yeah, that's uh, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was um, one of our listeners and friends, uh, Daniel Sanchez, had. Uh, texted me on Twitter and DM'd me on Twitter and, and had said that he had listened to the episode and um, a happy Thanksgiving and kind of stuff like that. But yeah. he had mentioned um, uh, he also knows the movie Miracle Mile that okay. we had uh, that I had mentioned. He, he was shocked that anybody else had ever seen it. You and uh, did you? Yeah. Sorry, just to interrupt you. Did you look up the ending? Because I did. Oh, was I right? You were you were right. But then there's more and it's darker. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. They, the bomb does go off. They get uh-huh. in a helicopter. Uh, there's, well, first the helicopter dude. I watched some of it too. It's on YouTube. I watched the ending. The the helicopter dude leaves, then he comes back for them. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, and then they are in the air. I think the shockwave from the bomb hits them. Mm. They they crash in the La Brea tar pits. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> and then slowly sink 
into the tar pit, <laughs> confessing their love to each other and acceptance that they're going to die is the end of Toy Story 4, only it ends. Uh, and then they, like, embrace and then die, like, slowly in the tar pit. Okay. It's even darker, yeah. <clears throat> I thought the tar pits were involved, but I couldn't remember exactly how. I didn't remember they actually, like, are oh, yeah. sinking together into that. <laughs> That's a, Well, I couldn't find that part on YouTube. I found the, the explosion wow. helicopter stuff, so yeah. I read that on Wikipedia, but... Yeah, anyway. Wow. Crazy movie. Uh, well, he said that I, the, for the rest of it, and leading up to the, at least the helicopter part, he was like, I was surprised how, how much of the plot you got right yeah. um, for like, for like <laughs> watching it one time. You remembered a lot of it. Yeah. And I was like, it's so weird that it like stuck in my brain. Um, and then he brought up, uh, he said something about like, I was talking about listening to Christ- Christian music growing up, and he said something about listening to corn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I listened to corn too. And coincidentally enough, my Christian f- friends, like my church friends, are the ones that introduced me to corn. Oh, really? Back in the day. And he was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, yeah, actually, now that you think, <laughs> I think about it, my, my church friends were pretty bad influences. Uh, <laughs> like, I was like, the first time I ever smelled weed was with my friends. Oh, really? The first time I snuck out of a house, we went on, we, we climbed up on top of their middle school. And looked at a porno mag together, um, like, and then uh, the bad music like Corn, and, and that's really the one I can think of the main yeah. one that that they got me into. But uh, a lot of stuff in the era, I was like, man, they literally sex, drugs, rock and roll. Like all of those friends were the ones <laughs> yeah. that introduced me to all that stuff. So it's interesting. Like even though I I have all this Christian music in the background too, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of like other things that went around with those those friends. You didn't Corn also have? Didn't one of the band members in Corn become like a hardcore Christian and leave the band? Was oh, that Corn? I could be getting this wrong with like it might be one of the other new metal bands. Okay, it's, I think I, I think I'm right. I just had a weird feeling and a signal from somewhere else that I'm right. Uh, oh, good, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's true. Um, there was that's also yeah. uh, who was the other guy? Um, did you know that band? Is it As I Lay Dying? Is that the name of the band? I think I've got it right. There's a dude in that. I know that band. Yeah, they were super popular. The lead singer was like a hardcore Christian, and then he became a hardcore like atheist. And then he unsuccessfully tried to hire a hitman to kill his uh, ex-girlfriend Ooh. or ex-wife. Wow. Uh, the hitman he was hiring was a undercover cop. <laughs> so mm. he went to jail real quick and then served his time, became a hardcore Christian again, uh, <laughs> got back out of jail and is now back in the band. It's such a weird, wow. crazy story. Yeah. Um, what anyway, a roller coaster. I don't know why it made me think of that. but oh, Well, just I mean, that's an interesting story. Christians so. and maniacs. Um, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, uh, so it was interesting. He brought up those. And then, uh, after Miracle Mile as well, I just wanted to see if you knew about this movie. He brought up if I had ever seen Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000? Cherry 2000. I've never right, even heard of that. It's, uh, I checked. It's actually on, um, not Netflix. It's on, uh, Amazon Prime right now. Okay. So you can watch that. It is a movie with, um, Melanie Griffith. She plays. She has this fucking like oh boy. red red wig on. <laughs> it's an '80s movie. It's about and this is I, this is so weird because it's a movie I watched as a kid. Uh, I watched a lot of bad stuff as a kid. This is about a guy. So this is when you watched world. not not uh, Daniel Sanchez. Daniel Sanchez brought it up if I had ever seen it, and I had, and you he had, was surprised. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, that I remembered it. I haven't seen it in years, but um, as far as I remember, yeah, it's, it's the post-apocalyptic California of 2017. Hell yeah. And this was made in like, uh, the 87. So okay. it's gonna be like 30 years. Um, there's a guy who has a companion 
named Cherry 2000, a All lifelike right. robot who who caters to his every need. So he this is his fuck bot. Yeah, he's 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 sexy right? this thing. Yeah. And she if I remember right, she breaks and he has to go into like a no man's I wonder land, how she breaks like but... dump. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to get like a part for her or something like that. And then Melanie Griffiths is, is there as like a kind of like a, a Mad Max sort of person oh, she's whatever, like cher- helps him through. She's Melanie Griffiths not the robot. Yeah, no, she's not the Cherry okay, okay. 2000. Um, she is, her name is E. Johnson. That's in, yeah, great name. Okay. E. <laughs> uh, and maybe there's more too. I don't remember it. I'm wondering if it's going to be like a a replicant thing, like a, a Blade Runner thing where it's like you don't know if she's actually a robot or not, yeah. or he is. She I don't also kind of looks like Daryl Hannah's character in Blade Runner. It's, it's yeah, uh, kind of fits that. That's so confusing. So Cherry 2000 is not the woman on the front with bright red hair (laughs) (laughs) just to be clear okay it is not here's another this is a great poster with her with like arnold schwarzenegger muscles oh yeah that one's awesome i've got a book in here what's it called man Uh, i can't find it now it's on the shelf somewhere in here that's like all it is is old vhs covers like that where it's like the the art that was specifically on the covers they like did high-res scans of the fronts and backs oh sweet and it's it's amazing the the amount of movies that you've like never heard of that look so Mm -hmm. cool like i know right yeah yeah i like uh i'll follow like on instagram or twitter like old like poster things whatever they'll show different like vhs covers like you said kind of like that yeah. and there's this whole movement about like the 80s that when they they were like painting all of the posters yeah and they were like they could make anything look great oh because yeah you'd, you'd pick it up at the store and be like uh, i don't know what the fuck this is about but like yeah. look at that poster there's a, and you'd be like this is gonna be great and it's not <laughs> i used pre-pandemic i was doing and i <laughs> i quickly i think i get i have enough movies to do one more but it, i was gonna try to make it this like long-running thing with my friends of of having ninja nights where they would come over and we would just watch ninja movies. So at the mm. beginning, I was like, this is going to last forever. And then like two or three <laughs> nights in, I was like, oh, we are running out of movies. <laughs> like, There's not as many as I thought. The good ones. I'm like, I could find like bargain bin was like our uh, Walmart things where it's like three dollars for 15 movies. Like I didn't want to yeah. get into stuff like that. Um, but anyway, one of them was called Ninja Three: The Domination, which is a fantastic film. Highly recommend it. And is it's, that on my list to talk about today? Is it really? It is right here, sir. You, Are you can't see me? that. I am not even kidding. Ninja Three: The Domination. Well, I watched I won't that talk two nights ago. It. I will. I won't talk anymore about it. I will say on the cover of the Blu-ray, in the t- in the bo- we got obsessed with this. In the bottom oh, left man. corner, there's a cop on a motorcycle flying through the air with a bolt of lightning behind him. Holy and, shit! And from what I remember, not really in the movie in, in that capacity, but we were in the same kind of vein that you're talking about with those '80s posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. We were just like, "Who's this motorcycle cop? That's, you know, <laughs> presumably propelled by lightning." <laughs> so I won't say anything I, yeah, more about the... Ninja Three: The Domination since you've got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's like a cop car flying through the air and a helicopter, and she's got like short shorts. Yeah. Actually, is that the same cover that is that I have? the same one? Yeah, maybe it's in the top, uh, top left. It's is there, top is there left. A motorcycle? Yeah. There's like a motorcycle cop behind yeah, another cop car. Yep. <laughs> floating through the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got stuff to talk about today. That's cool. Oh, boy. I'm going <laughs> to pour myself a nice glass of V8 while you tell me about this movie. That's oh, relevant. Man. <laughs> um, so, with that note, I think uh, we should just go ahead and get into it. So, okay. uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm David. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, we're, today, we're just going to talk about stuff. That's Pretty right. simple. We're going to keep it. Keep it light. Keep it easy that keep way. Keep it stuffy. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it stuffy. Man, that's a great tag. I wish I would have had a host for a while that would have come up with good taglines like that. With good things. Yeah. I uh, like that. 
I know. That's a good one. It's a weird shift that that I'm I'm helping bring into the show, which is just mm-hmm. the direction into quality. And I know that's strange yes. and scary, but we'll get through it together. Exactly. I actually had a thought today that I was like, oh, man, I'm not really feeling the podcast, but David's a pro, so uh, we're going to get through it. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out. Um, well, as usual, uh, the stuff we're going to talk about is just kind of random, and I, I have some things written down. Obviously, we've gotten into a bunch of stuff uh you know, already even, but yes. uh, I'm curious to see what, what you've been up to, man. Not too much. Uh, Thanksgiving was this week, right? This past week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it was fine. We, we went to our, our neighbor's house that we have kind of befriended uh, a couple doors down, not three doors down. Unfortunately, there'd be a dynamite <laughs> joke there. If so, but they, uh, but they're not. So there isn't, <laughs> Yeah, but they, <laughs> they, uh, they also were not doing family Thanksgiving stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Aman- through Amanda had gotten tested for COVID. Daniel, our son, had gotten tested for COVID too. Yeah, um, they're both negative. They had been basically cleared too from what we, you know, we trusted them um, mm-hmm. and, and the stuff that they had been around or not been around rather. So we were like, all right, this will probably be safe just the four of us to kind of get together. And it was fun. Um, it was the first time we had kind of done something in a long time, and also after we had had some like health scare stuff with Daniel the week before. Yeah. So for the first like two thirds of it, I was good. And then the last third I was starting to be like, I'm running out of, I'm running out of gas. <laughs> like I, w- I want to get back home. And it was just kind of a lot. It's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't struggle with anxiety a ton all the time, but especially in the pandemic right now and, mm. and everything else is just, it's tough not to be feel kind of overwhelmed. So it was a weird yeah. Thanksgiving, but I mean, ultimately I think, you know, pretty good. Um, other than that, just been working a ton, trying to get stuff done. Um, I watched, well, I played a good amount of a video game, which usually I don't have a ton of time, mm-hmm. uh, for games like I used to. And like, I, I would like to have, um, lately it's been, if I can get an hour here or there, I'd play some destiny with uh, a couple of my friends online, but I picked up the links awakening remake legend Ooh. of Zelda for the switch which is a remake of Link's Awakening, which was the Game Boy, like original OG Game Boy Uh-oh. Zelda nice. game. Yeah, which was, I think, after or around mm-hmm. A Link to the Past on Super Nintendo, which was mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones growing up. And so I had never played the Game Boy one. I remembered it. I just never owned it. I think they re-released it for Game Boy Color and added some stuff. Didn't play it then either. But in this new remake that came out last year, it's like a, a full kind of overhaul of the graphics, the the style, the aesthetic. Yeah, it's crazy. And it is so good. Like, I, can't, I couldn't believe how sucked in I got to it. Like, that's a strange sentence. How much it sucked me in. Uh, <laughs> I need to get a Switch. <laughs> These things have accessories. <laughs> and so it's just such a fantastic game. I mean, I, I, do you play games at all? Or Zelda? Like, is that a franchise you have any kind of connection to? I don't have any modern systems. Like I have a, an Apple TV that has some games and I have like a controller okay. or whatever, but yeah. I don't have any consoles or computer stuff. Um, okay. I did play Zelda like growing up, but I don't remember that Game Boy game necessarily. I, I, I remember like the original, like original N- Nintendo, Nintendo ones. Yeah, for sure. But I think um, I think Link's Awakening was 93. So I, I yeah, would have been like yeah. four um, and you, you were a little bit older, but you still would have been pretty young. Oh, well, I was a Sega kid mostly, so oh, okay. I had we had like a regular Nintendo, but then after that, I didn't have one until like the N sixty four. I did okay. like Sega for a bunch of years. Yeah. Um. So I got out of like the Zelda stuff, but um, I love Nintendo. that they're redoing 
all, all these old games and stuff um and like making the graphics better because it's like people just want to play that again and they might want to play the old one too but like this is right. a cool new way to introduce it to people yeah and and it works well for people who have played the original one to play the remakes and uh i just did the not too long ago did the resident evil 2 remake which i had played the oh, original yeah. one back in the day and uh loved the remake so um yeah i mean it's a great like classic zelda style game so if mm-hmm. if you get a switch and you you want a zelda game everyone's going to tell you to get breath of the wild and you should it's a fantastic game um but that was like a big sort of deviation from the zelda formula they added a bunch of mechanics and changed kind of how everything worked in a lot of ways mm-hmm. uh and it's a fantastic game it has the spirit of it but like those sort of like top down old school yeah. link to the past like the one you're talking about on nintendo um it, it's it's so indicative of a game like that where you're like going to locations where there's rocks in the way and you can't move them. But then later you get a glove that allows you to pick up rocks. So then you can backtrack and go to those places mm, okay, and it unlocks yeah. new things. And then you find, you know, this item that lets you do something mm-hmm. else. And, um, so it's very, you know, sort of like light adventure RPG kind of questy stuff. And yeah. it's fantastic. And it's been fun playing with my kid too. Cause he's at the beginning of the pandemic. Like he always kind of was interested in games, but, um, we, I mean, we weren't going to push video games on him <laughs> anyway, but mm. he, you know, we just kind of let him go at his own pace and he started getting really into them when we were indoors more. So, uh, Amanda started playing animal crossing. So we were kind of showing him how to play animal crossing mm-hmm. his skill and proficiency at video games exponentially increased over the next month <laughs> to the point where like legitimately he's better than Amanda at almost every game. Like he's this, this four year old kid, which, uh, you know, <laughs> is kind of a slam on her and intentionally so, um, but also just kind of funny and how, how good he's gotten and at first it freaked me out where i was like i don't know like i'm we're not helicoptery you know sort of yeah like parents about stuff but at the same time like we're very cognizant of the fact that like our kids gonna grow up in a world that is so different than ours and have access to so much and we see parents all the time that are just like out with their kids at restaurants and the parents just hand them an ipad and like let them be on that the entire time and like that stuff freaks us out we're like we don't want to have you know that much of a disconnect between and have some our kid on devices all the time um but i had a couple friends who were like you know keep an eye on it but like you know support him like this is this is he's learning stuff he's getting better with hand-eye coordination there's there's definitely things that are happening here that are good for him um just make sure you know he's not like pissed off if he can't play and you know only Mm -hmm. wants to do that or whatever and he's been he's been good with it so zelda's been like a new kind of game to play with him where yeah he's having to kind of piece together oh, okay i can't do this until i have this thing and you know figure out problems like that so it's been cool playing with him too but yeah it's a good does game he, like does he like the mario games and stuff do you have that's probably his Switch? favorite yeah he that's the yeah. one he plays we have a, a video of my dad trying to play with him and daniel getting like so frustrated with my dad and just being like great you died again like he's like this little three-year-old dickhead like getting mad at my my 40 something year old dad or 50 something year old dad so uh oh, man that's fantastic yeah he loves mario he loves like, mario Grandpa, Kart. Come on. <laughs> now he's in zelda he played animal crossing he likes side like i bought the new streets of rage game and played through that with him um uh the one he really likes and he's he's like i i bought him a little kind of kids playstation 4 controller and so mm-hmm. he started to play that that newer spider-man game and i just bought the miles Morales oh, yeah. one too but um and he likes that one a lot when it ha- when he has to fight when there's combat and it gets more complicated he struggles a little bit but just like swinging around the city and oh yeah ra- you know fighting random you know purse snatchers or whatever like he's he's all about it so 
uh yeah he he loves it uh he just got into pokemon too that was it's that's mm. cool scene like this is one of the fun things about parenting too is like seeing what stuff opens up for them where it's like when for he sure. discovered the sonic movie and then he was like oh there's a sonic game like realizing that all these things connected nice. and uh pokemon was the same way i downloaded that pokemon go like iphone game uh, mm-hmm. where you like walk around and you know find pokemon or whatever and he's all about that so um yeah it's it's been really really fun but it's great zelda game and if you are, are a zelda fan listening it's on sale on the switch shop right now which is why i bought nice. it so highly recommend um, it yeah that's cool um i haven't been into games a whole lot but my my nephew has a switch and he loves it and everybody i know that has one loves it so yeah. that's one that i've thought about um just the, the way the console is designed too where you can take it with you and oh, stuff yeah because everybody's going everywhere now you're all, sure. we're always commuting we're all watching quibi uh, <laughs> going around with our switches <laughs> Just taking advantage someone, of that mobile life, baby. <laughs> someone uh, tweeted the other day. Um, they were like, it was like the day after Thanksgiving. And they're like, oh, cool. I'm just going to go in and get a, a quibby of, th- of turkey. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. You win, man. That was awesome. Uh, we, we also have uh, less than a year. Uh, we also have a cl- this game called Clubhouse Games that has like 50 um, basically like board games. So it's got like. Mm-hmm checkers chess mahjong oh yeah um on the switch yeah and so it's got like yeah. 50 games in one game on the switch and amanda has a switch light and if you if you have a copy of it and other people are around with a switch they can play with you for free they don't have to have the game that's which is cool nice. so we played that one a lot with them but the reason i bring it up is i taught both him and amanda at the same time the other day how to play chess because we amanda we finished queen's gambit last night so and nice. Amanda was like so against it she was like oh my gosh no it doesn't make any sense they just do whatever they want and i was like how did you just watch a mini series of championships and you just think it was all improvised people were just like today my queen can fly like there are strict rules you know this so I was teaching her how to play, oh, and then, but it was kind of great because I had a, a buffer of an actual four-year-old to deal with the way she was acting, which was like a four-year-old about it, uh-huh. so I couldn't lose my patience with her because a real four-year-old was there, so I was having to like <laughs> slow it down, and I taught her, but then I was like, it was funny teaching her because I was saving things until she was <laughs> kind of understanding basic stuff, so I was like, all right, the pawns can move forward one space, that's all they do. And I move to the next thing or whatever, and I save the knight for last. And when I get to the knight at the end, I'm like, look, this one's going to piss you off no matter what. And it makes everybody mad. It's a weird, it's the weirdest one. It moves in these like L shapes, like just try it. Like eventually you'll get used to it. Um, And then I did my first move. I was white and I moved two spaces with the pawn. She was like, I thought you could only move one space. And I was like, well, on the first space time, you can do two like that. She was like, why didn't you tell me Mm. that? I was like, because of this reaction right now, if I would have started this off by saying you can only move once, except for right now, which is twice, you would have shut down. So I had to like explain it in waves. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll probably never play again, but it was, well, (laughs) I love that because my wife as well is not into chess a whole lot, but my, her dad is. And so we play together sometimes and he, she got him a board for last Christmas. And so Mm -hmm. they were playing together a little bit before the pandemic, especially. Um, and, and she always was the same way, like just frustrated and stuff. And we would show her like we would, they would play in real life, but we would pull up an app because the apps have like hints and stuff. So she could try to learn like what you should do. Right. And then I got to a point, I don't even know what the rule is exactly, but there's a way that like if the a pawn moves like two up and another one's next to it, there's like a way that it can kind of like go around it and take it, even though they're like not directly diagonal. It's like okay. there's like a certain it's like if you just had moved 
they can like move in front of yours or whatever. Okay. And it suggested that. And she was like, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> like, what's this new rule? And I was like, we were basically like, this is what we didn't tell you. Like, yeah, just don't even think about that right now. Forget that hint at all. I That's didn't, a, just a obscure yeah, rule. There was stuff like that. I didn't tell her about the castling thing where you can move the rook yeah. and, the, and the king. And I didn't tell her about, and I don't even know if this is a real rule or if it was something we played as kids, but it, if you can get a pawn all the way to the end, is that a checkers thing? That's a checkers thing, right? No, you can get, you can get a queen. That's what I thought. Okay. That's yeah, how we used to play. Real. So that's a real rule. Yeah. So you can, the, the you app can get a I use second queen. It, yeah. Yeah. Can, can you only do it once? I think you can do it as many times as you want. If you, you have can an get army them. of queens, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, that sounds great. Well, the odds of it happening a, would be very low. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. The the game that I play, uh, the app that I use, um, I do it on. There's like five settings from like easy to hard uh, or whatever, and I I do the medium, you know, normal one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also lets you go back, and so like I'll I'll be playing, and I'm like, oh well, no, that was a stupid move. Though. I wouldn't have done that if I, you know. So I'm gonna go back on that, <laughs> and I win a lot. <laughs> I've, so I've, if I've you, played if the, you can go back. I played the the computer <laughs> after watching Queen's Gambit a bunch. I was like, I'm gonna play a game of chess. It'd be the first time I've played in years. Yeah, and I destroyed it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I nice. can't believe like I remembered all this and strategy and blah, blah, blah. And then the match ended and it was like, hey, congrats. Since you beat it on easy, you've unlocked normal. And I was like, no. All right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <mind>. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a good way to play, though. You know, I've done like the easy ones. If I want to feel better about myself, you know, I'll go back to the easier ones from normal <laughs> on my app. And uh, it kind of boosts your confidence a little yeah. bit. You're like, I, too, am a Queen's Gambit. I don't know. I watch the show. <laughs> that's I don't know. what it is. I didn't get a lot of the title. <laughs> great show good great show. show yeah yeah so you finished it yeah uh, it ends it. really well right i loved how great this is sm- uh, slight spoilers for the ending i loved how the they they bucked a lot of the the tropes you would see with like conflict amongst competitors in the in the end mm-hmm. in russia um there's a little yeah. bit of that but for the most part you know you're expecting all of this drama you're expecting someone to cheat you're expect and it's just like these dudes are professionals Yep. And and there's there's mutual respect. I thought that was was yeah, great. For there's sure. a, a few different scenes where it gets like kind of almost heartwarming, especially the the one dude with like the crazy hair who's been like a, mm-hmm. he was a grandmaster before she was even born. You know, this dude's been around. Yeah. And he gives her like the best like kind of pep talk after he's beaten mm-hmm. her of saying like, I just I think I just played the best player I'll ever play in my life. And like it it feels so validating, too, for yeah. her, you know, and so good fantastic show yeah it's uh i again to go back uh, because i don't remember what i really said before you'd finished it but i especially living in the age we do now where i feel kind of anxious about everything a Mm -hmm. little bit all the time like things just keep going bad this year yeah and so you just kind of expect everything when when there's news you're like if there's good news it's almost like weird yeah because you're like i was expecting bad again and (laughs) and tv shows have been that way too and I, i kept expecting in that show all of this bad shit to happen to her and she goes through bad stuff yeah uh and not to spoil anything but it's like i kept being like well you know like that dude's a pedophile clearly and he <laughs> and he's not right. and it's just fine and then it's like yeah. well she's going down a dark path she's clearly gonna like die and it's yeah. like no it's like it's about chess you know so that that's the story there and right. it's like i kept i kept thinking bad things were coming and it was like I had to kind of let it go throughout the series and yeah. be like no it's just a life that you're seeing it's just a drama and it's shot really interestingly and she has a you know interesting life or whatever yeah, and then it's great that was great feeling the last, to, the to last get shot was was brought me to tears too like the very very end where she's in the park like i, I thought all that stuff was was 
a great yeah. way to end the series. There's a movie. Have you seen the movie Chef? John Favreau movie? Yeah. Sure. That was a movie Amanda and I, we've only watched it once. We loved it. But that was one of the weirdest experience we had watching a movie because you get to that third act and you're like, everything's going to fall apart. His kid's going to stop talking right. to him. Like his, <laughs> his par- business partner is going to leave him. He's not going to get back with his ex-wife. He's already made these bad decisions. And he yeah. has an argument with his son. And you're like, it's all about to happen. And they're going to have to make up before the end, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they resolve the argument in like two minutes. And then the rest of the movie is them like making donuts. <laughs> like it's, it's, the <laughs> most, like, it's the most like upbeat, happy thing ever. And we oh, we were so great. confused. We're waiting like yeah. again, like the joke we made last week of the end. He's going to be like the Zodiac killer or something at the last second to like bring it back down. It just never happens. It's just like there's there's a little bit of conflict, but they resolve it. And yeah. then it's people making food and getting, you know, mending relationships. And it's awesome. It's great. The show's cool, too. I don't know if you've watched the Netflix. Yeah, show. the chef show. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I've i been putting it on actually a lot recently. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch because it's actually just in like cooking with yeah. other chefs and celebrities and yeah. stuff. Um, they That's have a, an episode at Skywalker Ranch where they have Dave Filoni come in. Oh, really? And, I and make stuff. Oh, it was great because they just like John Favreau and Dave Filoni just talk, yeah. talk about Star Wars and stuff in the kitchen. Man, and it his, was really rad. Do you watch Mandalorian? I, I yeah, I actually was going to bring that up. I I got Disney Plus again uh, last week, and so I am finally I'm on, uh, only on episode three of the new season. Okay, um, I think so I'm still not caught up. We're recording this on Sunday, the 29th uh today sunday the 29th so by the time this episode comes out i think this other one will be out but i just did an episode of mind grenade about the newest episode which i won't say anything about Mm. since you're still catching up but it's a filoni written and directed episode and it's oh sweet probably the best episode of the series so far yeah so good i've heard it's amazing uh this last episode and kind of game changery i yeah i feel like when i watched the first one uh there wasn't like everybody was really cool about no spoilers online Mm -hmm. and this one even though they're not like super spoiler heavy like tons of stuff's like trending like words are trending for it oh cool boba fett's everywhere (laughs) exactly like i saw boba fett like early on i was like all right well at least something with boba fett comes up whatever (laughs) right and then like different actors that are showing up in different roles and so i was like eventually i i I wanted to wait that's my preference but uh i was like you know i have this plus now i'll jump back into it yeah for sure um so i don't get spoiled but um dave filoni is awesome because he I heard something once, an interview he did, like, a, it might have been John Favreau's, uh, he used to do, like, a, a show with, like, directors and stuff. It might have been, like, a roundtable. It was he the, was doing, like, a dinner thing. It was probably the, on Disney Plus, they have um, a making of Mandalorian show. And yeah, the first, been, yeah. It, I th- well, what you're describing is exactly this. The uh-huh. first episode is Favreau interviewing all the directors of season one in a big table. So, like, Taika Waititi's there, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, and yeah. then, yeah, Filoni, too. He's got a cowboy hat on. Yeah, it seems like every time I see him, he has a guy we had. But it it was either that, that does sound familiar. It was either that or another interview that he wasn't talking about The Mandalorian. He was talking about the prequels and why they're so good and why Mm -hmm. George did what he did. And it it really, really shook my world to be like, oh, the prequels might be good. Like Dave Filoni can sell that, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, so they're not, they still don't hold up. They're just not the same kind of quality or feeling. Well, to your your point though, Filoni is a huge, like you can tell he's like a huge, authentic, no cynicism fan. Like he, he he loves it. Yeah. And he was such a great pick, I think for that reason, it wasn't somebody coming in trying to be cynical about stuff and make fun of it or change it. he was just, he loves star Wars. Like, yeah, he's just all about it. Yeah, and it, it really shows. But then going back to uh, 
the chef show. Yeah, he's he's on there once, um, and that was really fun because he's just getting hearing getting to hear him talk about anything with Star Wars mm. and these little like snippets, and he just is so knowledgeable. Yeah, um, it's really fun. But uh, and the chef movie though, um, when that came out, I was working in restaurants. And I was wanting to own a restaurant someday. Mm. And I, I watched that movie thinking this would be very like cathartic for me yeah. and that it would like make me want to do it. And then I watched it and <laughs> I, I loved it. It's a very pleasant movie and I love that aspect of it. But actually thinking about running a food truck was very, very stressful to me. Yeah. All of the stuff they go through, I'm like, oh, that looks bad. Like that looks yeah. horrible. Like they're like selling food when they're not supposed to. And they like a cop tells them to leave. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to deal with cops. And they're like, you know, don't have ingredients or whatever they need. And I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to do that. But that's a but culture. Now that's, I look back on it. It's like, it's so nice. Even for, for me who I, you know, don't have any dreams of becoming a chef or owning a restaurant or any of that stuff. Like you had a connection to it. The, that culture is so fascinating. Like I remember in college reading Anthony, Anthony Bourdain's, I think it was his first book. And mm. just like, how hardcore a lot of the the cooking like chef culture is in terms of yeah you're just constantly getting hurt like you're you mm-hmm. you're basically Burned never and, sleeping yeah. a, a lot there's a lot of substance abuse happening at least in his circles oh yeah with like drinking and drugs and stuff oh, yeah but it's just this like <laughs> it, it, and it's not not even to paint it in a negative light but it's just like because not everybody's doing drugs and drinking obviously but just the idea that it, like you're all in like you you're working mm. seven days a week maybe six if you're lucky um, yep. and then you're just fully committed to this lifestyle. I mean, there's something, uh, my son just walked in with zero, <laughs> zero care about interrupting. He's holding Godzilla. Uh, hey, Godzilla's cool though. We bring that in. You wanted to put it in here. Okay. Thank you. That makes sense. I mean, it's for the show. Yeah. He just handed me a little, little Godzilla toy. So. A little plush Godzilla. Yeah. That's cute. Cute Godzilla. Huh? I love you too. Thanks. Oh, um, see, like I would have gone back in the and, and edited this out, but now I'm like, for one, I'm gonna leave it in. It's cute. <laughs> Two, I'm like, that's a lot of work. It's yeah, fine. don't, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't remember what we were finishing on that though. But chef cultures, uh, they they love drugs. It's cool. Chef culture. It's oh, well, I was gonna say, I when I got into restaurants, I had moved to Houston. I got, uh, I started working at the Alamo Draft House. Cinema. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's why well my wife was moving down here for school and her parents lived here but that's why i was finally able to move down here um and i they had opened a new location uh down here um and so in houston and so i was like yeah i'm gonna get on the ground floor and stuff and um quickly quickly became a binge drinker (laughs) because it was i i remember one night it was so bad (laughs) my shifts would be like from like 4 30 to like 2 in the morning or whatever like four to five nights a week because because of the way like my my pay was structured and stuff right and uh it was just so stressful all the time because especially in that it's, it's different than a regular restaurant it'd be like we had like a 650 seat theater that would get sat in 20 minutes and mm. everybody's ordering food and then you don't you don't have like tables trickling in you have 600 people all at once ordering at the same time and yeah. it's just it's just bonkers um and so like there was like one night that it was just so bad that i went home and i had to like write stuff to like the rest of the crew like on our own like private social media thing uh-huh. and like I, I took a shot and like wrote this huge long note about this like server that punched somebody and then like i took another shot and i was like and then this person fell down in the <laughs> kitchen i took another shot like i was just like it was a bad oh, time man. uh and so the chef movie though uh, kind of fits that too like yeah like he he smokes a lot of people smoked weed that i worked with and stuff 
Um, they would smoke like on the job, but they actually worked really a lot better. Yeah. Um, after that, especially cleaning and stuff, they just get right. really into it. Um, but yeah, there was definitely like drugs and alcohol are like rampant in that industry. And that was, that yeah. was a hard thing for me to get through. Definitely like turned me around or whatever on, on that kind of culture or whatever. And being like, I don't know. Yeah. I can do it's this not sustainable unless you're exactly. That's it. You know, like if that's your only thing, then it can be something that, that works. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I would. I that's. I think that's why there's such a high turnover rate for stuff like that. Is oh, people yeah. are like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Time to go. But I love the chef movie now. Not really having that hope or dream, and sure. being like, it's just such a pleasant movie. Once hopes and dreams are you gone, know? you can enjoy a lot more movies and <laughs> things in general in life. I find <laughs> that's that's the the main thing. You just got to get rid takeaway. of. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well. uh I actually I, I was looking up some stuff to, to talk about next, but I randomly have some breaking news, breaking um, news, breaking news, like Trebek They're, death style, like Trebek death style. Oh, my band. To say. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Trebek uh, death style. <laughs> there are uh, apparently there are there is one at least dinosaur loose in Los Angeles. All right. Speaking my language now, dinosaurs right you know us. now, but. I, hold on, I'm getting more info, but I also have a phone call coming in, and there's a lot happening uh, right now. <laughs> there's a lot happening, and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna patch it through because okay. I want to record this, okay? Because um, it might be important. Yeah, we'll get back to the dinosaur For thing too. Sake. Yeah, but there's something else that's even more important right now. Okay. Hello, Stephen. Oh, hey man, hey, what's up? Hey, uh, boy, it rang for a long time. Um, sorry about that. I was, like, I was it was just doing 57 rings, almost 58. Your favorite number you to count down from. Um, well, hey, it's, so it's, it's great, been a minute. Great to see you. It's well, uh, yeah, it's, it's a phone call. So I don't know. Are, are you looking at that frame photo of us? Yes, I this, always am. The, the scissoring one photo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The scissoring photo. Yeah. Well, I keep that in a hidden folder. And so it takes a while to get down to that. But, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a fun night. I love that you have a framed photo saved <laughs> in a hidden file on your computer. Like well, it makes... it's a picture of a framed photo. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes sense. The, the actual framed photo is under a drawer that you have to take out. It's all just, like, very hidden. Uh-huh. Because I don't want my wife to find We're our on the balls same page. smashing against each other. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. We got there. We're not at all rusty at this. It, I mean, it makes sense, right? It drags. It all, we all, everybody likes this. <laughs> Everybody likes this. And by everybody, I mean you and I, right? Yeah, so totally, yeah, because it's just you and I on the, on the call right now. Of course, sure, yeah, sure, obviously, sure. right. We're, you know, kayfabe's important. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to to reach out. I know I had a, a couple of weeks off there, and uh, I know there was a yeah. break from the show, and I'm, I, I haven't been on social media, really, so I imagine there's probably some, some people that have been wondering what's going on, why there's no show or whatever, so... Uh, I just wanted to uh, to reach out to you, and uh, you know we can plan that uh, the next episode. I think it's like one seventy or something, right? Oh. So, um, Brent, I've been well. So here's the thing: you've been out of town, and I've been um, we're friends, right? Uh, hold on, let me check notes. Uh, yes. Okay, so we're mm-hmm. friends, and that's fine. Um, yeah. I would I were... would go so far as to say we're best friends, and we tell each other everything. Would you? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I really would. And well, honestly, Stephen, I just, I don't really say it that often, but I really treasure our friendship. And I think it's important 
that uh, we be honest with with each other. Transparency is important. You know, that's what I've always said about tracing paper. Is like, you know, you really need it because when you're like, you know, uh, an eleven year old Brent and you're horny as fuck, but you don't have access to porn, and you're just like, I'm gonna trace some babes out of these comic books. I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw sure. leginas on them um, and nipples. And like, I didn't really know what it looked like really. So I just had my mm. best guess as to what it, you know, an, an sure. a good woman looked like. So yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, best friends. Yeah. Tell each other everything. Right. And, Here's the thing. So you were mm-hmm. gone. I was lonely. Mm-hmm. I I actually reached out to another best friend. Savannah? And, well, yes, my dog Savannah. I've uh-huh. been, yeah, reaching out to her for a while. She's very comforting. Um, but I also, here's the thing, Brent. Like, you thought we were, I actually have you on speakerphone right now, and I, I'm recording this for episode 173 of our show. What? Uh, I know you 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 checked out a few ago, but I've been keeping it going, and and I've actually already replaced you, David. I mean, he knows now. If you want to wait, wait, wait. When you say David, are you talking about Michelangelo's David? Yeah. Well, a bigger penis, I assume. But well, yeah. Well, yeah. I I started that Indiegogo to get him a, a larger <laughs> schwanz, but I yeah, don't, schwanz. Yeah. It really never took off. I really never publicized it. But. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I contributed to it also, obviously. Yeah. Um, but um, here's the thing. I did. Re- I you could say I replaced you. Uh-huh. But really what I did is you were gone and I brought in someone else to the oh. show. And so um, David now Orianas was available yes. and you got him. Uh, not him quite. I got. Well, you actually introduced us is what's awkward about it. And we we clicked right away. Super best friends. Uh, lost David time. David Hasselhoff. We, yeah, the German okay. singer. Yeah, the German yeah. singer. Yes, of course. <laughs> or I guess Andy he's just Perler's big in Germany. He's not really. He's not singing in German, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, you know, he's a bestseller in Germany. Bestseller, best German seller. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> he sells Germans. He sells Germans. <laughs> human traffic. I don't know what he's human into trafficker, anymore. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Allegedly. Wait, Allegedly. whose voice is that? Hey, Brent. Remember, remember me? Is it? Is this? Is this David Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to David. do. Com- we did a comic book together, comic strip. David Supercute Hopkins. That's right, David Supercute Hopkins. David Hip Hop Hopkins. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but probably. Are you telling me I'm speaking with David Karate Chopkins Hopkins? That one's unfortunately real. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So. The two of you, white beardos with wife's name Amanda, have canoodled. Yeah, I mean, you're making our, a good argument for us. We have so much in common already. I, honestly, that sold me as uh, you're my best friend replacement, right, David? Because that we have so much in common. Walk it's, to remember, insane, really. Christian yep. trauma. Yeah. Brent, did you know uh, that there's a dinosaur loose in Los Angeles right now? <laughs> oh, my God. Brent, you would really like to know that. I, that I, my mind is kind of off of that. That was some crazy breaking news right before that I read. Right That's before still you happening, called. presumably. I don't think you presumably. catch a dinosaur that quickly, unless no. it's a small dinosaur. How much you know about dinosaurs, Brent? Uh, 
I is it a we compi? Here. It could be a compi. Uh, I, it sounds like you don't know that much. In Jurassic Park, <laughs> there are these little chicken-sized dinosaurs. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know they're called compies, though. That's weird. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails had a, a song about it—a compi of a compi of a compi. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt right now, so. I'm glad this is coming out now, um, because we've been—I mean, we've been releasing the episodes. I've been doing the—you know—I changed on our Twitter. All, all of our handles and stuff like David's on there now. People, people know you updated the art. Too. You I, I did a great job knew. with the art, Stephen. Yeah, I did that art as well. I replaced Brent's face with that art. I liked the Wait, did, the beard that you gave me. It looked really looked really nice. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Did did you did you um, catch the the typo trap that I put in the email address um, so no one would send us emails and I fixed no that. One, no one would on come Twitter. in between us. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you tried, but uh, but I fixed that one. You found and, me uh, out. Everybody's. I gotta say, uh, you know, David's on a lot of podcasts. He's a pro, and uh, mm-hmm. our show has gotten a lot better since you left it. Wait, are are you telling me people are listening to the show now? People are listening more than I think that. He brought fans over. Yeah, more than that, Brent. Have you ever heard about this idea that podcasts can make money? Wait, what? Yeah. David introduced me to that. We're making a lot of money. Well, to be yeah. clear, when I say we, I mean Stephen and I, but we're, we've been making a ton of money yeah. uh, from the podcast. We've been able to monetize it for you guys. Have you ever heard of MailChimp or uh, mm-hmm. Pro yep. Flowers or yep. uh, uh, Purple Mattress, Squarespace? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Because they've heard of us. Uh, we're making a lot. We're making a lot of dough. <laughs> oh. See, this is why, Brent, this is why David's a pro and you're kind of um I mean, you're amateurish. Can we all can we all agree on that? I mean, I'll take it as a compliment, honestly. <laughs> you you would, and yeah. that's that's, that's lovely part of about the problem, your character. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure for the show. You know, we wanted to bring a little more oomph to it, and uh, by oomph, I mean thousands of dollars that we can Scrooge McDuck our 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 way into. I don't know. David and I are huge McDuck fans. I don't know that you even know what Ducktales is, Brent. But anyway, <laughs> we are huge. Uh, of course, the the McDucks. <laughs> We're the McDuck McDuck families or fans. The McDuck family. Yeah, and like my favorite show of all time is Darkwing Duck. Yeah, uh, Brent's never even heard of it. So it's like I, did it's you know I worked like that, on the Darkwing you know? Duck comic, Brent? Did you know even know there was a comic? Do you read comics? Yeah, yeah. Look, guys, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm feeling super podcucked right now. And it's uh, it's a little bit disturbing. So, like, like I get it. I, I understand you wanting to keep the show going, and it's probably good for consistency's sake for uh, the listeners to have something to listen to. But like, Stephen, you and I started this together. Okay, I feel like. Uh, well, if you recall, I I think I started it. Well, and also, really, if we're going to be technical about it, I think, Brent, you sent us an email way back when saying, hey, thanks for Hideous Energy for all these years. You've inspired me to do a podcast with one of my friends. So I think, really, I started this podcast, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, I agree with that. And in a roundabout way, I brought in Steven. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Before we even met. I mean, like... I know that hurts to hear, and I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm just trying to point out literal facts. Yeah. Are we... It's 2020. Are we still? Are we doing facts now, or is this? Because I, it seems optional at this we point. We are. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, but um, you can trust us, we, Brent. We're white men. You can trust us. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. We would never steal you wrong. How could this go wrong? Exactly. So, so all right. So, where, 
why are you both here? Are you are you guys getting ready to record or? Well, so we're actually in the middle of a recording right now. Wait. And wait. I just patched you in. Say hello to the listeners. Steven, are you telling me that you're currently doing it? David and I are currently doing it. You walked in on us doing it in your bed, I assume. Mm-hmm. And then I had to remind you that David told you about beds because, guys, you got to get on that purple mattress. Purplemattress.com. Use the code right. uh, LTAS. You can get free yep. shipping on your first order and uh, 20% off a second mattress if you want to go crazy. Is this sponsored content? We just made $1,000. We just made a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. You never did that for us. No. I I, I buy a I buy a, a purple mattress every day now, just because I can. Just every day. It comes in a yeah, box. Yeah, I have a room. Yeah. I added a room onto my house to to keep the excess mattresses. Have you ever tried? I don't know why they're paying me to to sponsor it, and then I'm just buying mattresses directly from them afterwards. Very like, cyclical. Should be a better deal there, bet. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I got going on. So. Well, I I mean like. Seems like a, a poor business plan if you get a thousand dollars every time a mattress is is bought and you get it twenty percent off. We're here to talk about you. Oh, well, I feel like you were here to like talk about stuff, and I just like interrupted, so it's like that too. It's like awkward a little bit. Well, I mean, but, David, I don't know why you feel about this, but maybe we can throw Brent a bone, you know, for old times' sake. Yeah, and, do you want to uh, do you want to be a guest on our podcast this week? I mean, I. I guess. So yes or no. It's the question. first time you can yeah. guest on on this old show of yours, which is fun. That's a fun thing. Yeah, that's how what a novelty, unique mm-hmm. thing that 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 most people can't do. I mean, just you know, like when you get time. fired from your jo- day job, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to come in and volunteer this weekend, like just for fun?" Like people do yep. that all the time. It's not humiliating yep. or demeaning at all. It's just <laughs> really fun thing to do. You get to see all yeah. your old friends. Yep. Everyone looks down on you, but it's you know you agreed to it, so it's fine. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody knows that scenario. We've all done it yeah, multiple sure. times, really. Yeah. Um, I go but... and volunteer at the Blockbuster I got fired from in high school twice oh, a month. Wow. Yeah. It's now <laughs> no, an auto no parts store. <laughs> so it's a little weird. But but I owe them a debt. <laughs> yeah. You make those bonds, they, they can't be severed. That's right. Not even if your, uh, your manager tries to say that you stole $3,000 worth of product uh, comprised solely of multiple copies of M. Night Shyamalan's Lady in the Water. <laughs> <laughs> if it seems like that's too good of a joke to be made up so quickly, you're right. That's a true story that I can tell you later. <laughs> $3,000 worth? An excess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Many. I, we I had can... uh, my, my video store growing, or like that I worked at as a teenager, we had... Um, uh, a bunch of copies of death to smoochie oh yeah Classic. like on vhs like we had like 25 copies of that and i hear it's actually an okay movie i've never seen it but uh not a lot of people wanted to buy that i i can't imagine why <laughs> i never sold those vhs though apparently you did steal the lady in the water do you do you want to know what happened are we getting into this i would yeah sure. i would love to okay 2007 Take mine off it i graduate high school i work at blockbuster gas in indiana I uh, love the manager. She's great. She ends up, they open up a Walmart distribution center in Gas City, creates like a billion new jobs. She quits, goes there to get paid way more money rather than run the store anymore. They bring in a new outside hire. Her name's Christy. She sucks. So she's running the store. Uh, she hates most of us. Uh, I'm an 18-year-old 
you know, smart ass kid, but also mm-hmm. a reasonable one. I got along with everybody. Uh, she doesn't like me. Um, I had always and continued to prank other people in the store that led to some problems with her thinking that I was pranking her, which wasn't happening. Uh, so she devised a way to get me to be fired, which was to say mm-hmm. that she had found proof that I had stolen a ton of merchandise. The way that she did this was she found these receipts and um, that showed Lady in the Water being scanned like 50 times in Night Shyamalan's classic film, the one that people all agree is the height of his career, uh, and not in any way the low point. <laughs> and I had graduated high school. I had had my open house, so people come and you know give you money for college or whatever. Mm. I, I took almost all of that money and bought my first flat screen TV, did not do anything responsible with it. And then for the rest of the money, I went in and I was like, I'm going to buy a bunch of DVDs. Uh, Blu-rays were not really, they were brand new. So a bunch of Mm -hmm. DVDs. The way we had an employee discount at the shop that we didn't know how much it would be because it would vary per item. It wasn't just a flat like Mm -hmm. 20% off everything. So in order to check that, what our old boss had taught us was just scan it like you're buying it and to see how much it is. If you want it, you can buy it. If you don't, hit the void key on the keyboard, scan it again. That voids it. So it purges mm-hmm. it from the system and eliminates it on the receipt and basically says it doesn't take it out of the inventory or anything like that. It's just gone. You just checked the price, basically. So I had um, done exactly this. I had I had bought a, a, or I grabbed a stack of DVDs I wanted to buy, scanned all of them to see what it was, realized eh, I don't want these or the discount's not that great, then used a copy of Lady in the Water to void them. So I had Lady in the mm-hmm. Water voided a bunch of times. Christy used that as proof to bring in the district manager. They brought me into the back office and said, hey, we know that you stole 20 copies of Lady in the Water. <laughs> My first reaction was, why would I steal 20 copies of Lady in the Water? Do you think I'm going to flip these in Gas City? Like, it's Lady in the Water. Like, this is, it's a DVD. Like, how would this work? But I was really young. I just gotten a, uh, a scholarship to a college. And I had no idea if like if I got in trouble in some way mm-hmm. legally with that. I was young and, and dumb. So they said, well, we can either fire you and we can, you know, report this or whatever, or you can quit. So I quit, you know, which is a stupid thing. Um, and that was it. And then she uh, she banned me from the store. So she put a thing on my on my file that the other employees continuously took off because they were all friends with me. And she would put it back mm-hmm. on. That was like, if he comes in, call the police. I guess because I, if not, he will steal. I will all of steal all the Lady in the Water <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> so about three. I just imagine with like a trench coat, you open it up, it's just fucking Lady in the Water, <laughs> just drenched. I've got a stutter like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> like three months later, I uh, got hired at the movie gallery that was down the street. Mm. Uh, and part of the way I did that, cause I was so vindictive when I got interviewed, their district manager was there and he was like, Oh, you worked at blockbuster. And I was like, yeah, literally anything you want to know about them. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not care if they succeed. <laughs> I'm movie gallery <laughs> all the way, baby. And, uh, they hired yeah, that's me. awesome. Yeah. That's the story. So Brett, that's the kind of content we're, we're Thanks for turning uh, up coming, here. Brent. We'll probably let you go now. We just wanted you to hear that story. Yeah. Uh, I thought I could, I mean, I just got on, on the call. I figured I'd stick around for a little bit at the very least. I mean, I think we should, we should keep him around for the rest of the episode. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then, but that's, I don't know that we'll have you guest again. Okay. Because I'm being reinstated as the, the, the co-host of the show. I mean, we don't have to figure that all out right now on air, right? But yeah, we could talk about it afterwards. We can 
person, you know, a more personal conversation. We can hear your opinion. Let's put it that way. Oh, we can hear your maybe, opinions. Maybe a mediator will be there. Yeah. One of the Amandas. Imagine how easy this could have been yeah. if your wife was named Amanda too, Brent. You would, it would have. Oh, you're talking it. about my wife, Brent Amanda. I don't know what your wife's name is. Uh, yeah. And I've never known. <laughs> Curtis, I, I thought. I, I think I, I, last time I listened to the show, you called her like Ninja Foodie Instapot or something. I don't like it's varies from week That's, to week. Yeah, that right. is her name. From moment to moment, really. OK, well, Brent, if only for that, the right yeah. moment, it was Amanda. Things could have been different, but. Well, I'll, I'll let my wife Battletoads know that she needs to change her name. <laughs> All right. So you're on the show now, though, yeah. as, a, as a guest. Are, are you okay with moving forward with that for, I, for the moment? I, sure. I guess if that means I'm, I'm on the show. You're yeah. on this like, show. Yeah, you're totally on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We won't edit you out or anything. We're not going to. We're totally keeping this in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, trust white men, you know, so I'm Let I'm me interrupt you really quick, you. Brent. Uh, Squarespace, okay. use the uh, promo code LTAS. Uh, get your first website free. And uh, all kinds of templates and themes to use if you need to make, uh, a, you know, a website for your new podcast or a comic book about, you know, turtles, dinosaurs, whatever you're into, like Steven and I. Yeah. Uh, check out squarespace.com, promo code LTAS. All right, go ahead. What were you saying, Brent? Sorry. Wait, you guys are making a comic about turtles and dinosaurs? Oh, and more. Yeah. And more? Those are all three things I like. <laughs> uh, Christmas might be in there. It might be like a oh. Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. All right, never mind. Same. I'm out. Slipknot. See, well, yeah, Slipknot might be there. Wait a minute, coming back around. <laughs> um, oh well, Limp Biscuit is doing a soundtrack. Oh for my it. god! Yeah, skeet skeet. So I don't know. It's just like stuff we're into. Yeah. David turned me on to a lot of that. I wish I had a friend before that would turn me on to some of those things. But like once I talked to him and we were like dinosaurs, it was just like best friends, you know. Stephen, I've spoken to you at length about how Sam Rivers is one of the greatest bass players and all of rock and roll um and he just doesn't get his due because he's in limp biscuit oh okay yeah um, i don't know i don't know that we've ever had conversations about limp biscuit you and i i don't remember any i communicate to you via your toilet cam in your master bedroom i thought that was god well some say i was gonna actually bring up at the end of the show that i'm actually a born again christian again again but i never ordered a hit on my wife because Amanda's are awesome. Yeah. So. Built in protection. Oh, like Tim Lembesis from uh, As I Lay Dying? Is that what you're talking about? Mm, maybe. Right? I don't okay. know. I think it was Norma Jean was the name of that band. Wasn't it? Devil Wears oh, Prada? Oh, Norma Jean is not my lover. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds wrong, Brent. So this is the kind of stuff that we couldn't really rely on you yeah. for. is consistency of facts and stuff. And we're trying to keep things more professional. Yeah. Uh, so just try to keep it together. Yeah. This episode. We try to keep things interruption free. Um, I, you know, my son just brought me this Wolfman action figure, um, but he didn't Amazing. make any noise. He's already a professional at four years old. You guys didn't even know he came in. So, wow. Yep. That's wow. That's Runs incredible. in the family. I like that the Wolfman has his shirt still like buttoned up and everything. Like he transformed, but he's like, he's, he's yeah, possibly, yeah, he's got a job interview later. Uh, and his, his shirt's tucked in. I mean, he's, uh-huh. oh yeah, he's still, he's still trying to keep it business casual, even though he took the tie off. I like that this wolf man, he's based on that old Universal Monsters, especially Mm -hmm. in some of the merchandise. It just kind of looks like his head is a Chia pet. Just a lot of... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's a really low forehead. Yeah, just a lot of growth. Yeah. 
It's, it's like somebody was trying to make a Bob Ross toy, and they were like, uh, the face got messed up. Let's make him a Wolfman. Okay, sure. And with the clothes on, it actually makes me think more of like a Teen Wolf scenario where it's really just a normal dude. He's just kind of hairy. Um, yeah. So I assume that that gentleman you have in your hand plays really good basketball as well. I, I think that's all. I'd Wolfman? have to assume so, yeah. And yeah. and he also doesn't have shoes on, but his pants are rolled up, so it looks like he has boots on, but it's real. that's oh. hair. That's fur. So. But it's like... He's wearing capri pants. Right. Yeah. Capri- I never thought of Wolfman wearing capri pants. You guys don't remember classic Lon Chaney Jr. Wolfman with the uh, slightly unbuttoned dress shirt, belt, and capri pants? Yeah. Super, super Hanging casual out in the moors. <laughs> and his hot capris. He looks good in them. Yeah, no, he, he makes it work. Yeah. His ankles get warm. He's got to roll them up at the yeah. very least. Yeah. Yeah. Brand, I, David was about to say a joke. If you could just kind of keep it back, just tone it down a little bit. Okay. Well, it, it's kind of a joke, but you know it's not a joke is Christmas. So 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS, if you want to get your loved ones <laughs> a nice uh, Christmas bouquet this year, use promo code LTAS, and uh, you can actually get 33% off of your order at wow. ProFlowers if it's your first time ordering. If it's your second time ordering, still do it. You know, click the microphone, let them know that we uh, sent you. Helps us out. And uh, yeah. Anyway, is it is it thirty three percent for the Lord this holiday season? Ten percent goes to the Lord. That's why it's called tithing. This is the kind of stuff that you're not as 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 hip on Brent, but Steve and I can catch up on. So yeah, ten percent goes to uh, Christ. Um, He's got an address. You don't know it, being not a Christian, but Stephen and I have Mm -hmm. access to that. We send it off, and uh, yeah, then thirty three percent. Is it God dot com? It's well, it's a physical address. We mail in the ten percent. Media mail. You just mail it to mail. God, uh, USA. Yes, God is American. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Jesus. Is, that going back, yeah. that is the problem with our conservative Christian upbringing. He was a very not brown Jesus that I grew up with. I got to say that it's a very white Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everlast wrote yeah. a song about it. No wait, that was black Jesus. Sorry, fuck that up. God damn it. <laughs> See, this is the stuff. This I mean, if you're going to say this a joke, if you, could just, if you could really nail it, that'd be great. Just for the show. Just for old time's sake. You know? Okay. Okay. I'll work on that. I on just, that. Uh, sorry. I watched a movie last night that uh, was kind of in preparation for an upcoming episode of Erie International, another podcast, another professionally mm. produced and yeah. highly profitable podcast that I'm on. Um, we're watching the movie Underwater next week, starring. Uh, I watched that this last week. Case two Underwater, you did too. <laughs> I did. It's on my list. <laughs> See, this is the synergy that happens, not planned. I know, just organic just flows. Uh, well, okay, we'll have we'll talk about Underwater next week. But I, um, I, I watched the filmmaker's pre. Was it his previous film? Maybe it was two before the one he did. I think it was the previous one called The Signal, uh, because Ooh, I had mm-hmm. not. Uh, seen any of his other movies and it was on netflix and after i watched it and logged it on letterbox i saw that steven had seen it as well i had seen the signal yeah uh Brent, i don't remember what my review was for it though i think you gave it three stars i want to say yeah. which i think is what i gave it um mm-hmm. Brent, have you seen the signal this is the 2014 signal not the 2007 movie the signal the signal it's got Lori. Um. <laughs> said Lori. it's got Lori fishburns in it <laughs> <laughs> it's got Lawrence Fishburne in it. Uh, 
who else is in it? Um, That's really the name I knew. I feel Olivia Cook. She was the girl in oh, uh, Bates yeah. Motel, and then uh, the main kid became the Robin. That's like Batman could suck my dick and he's like killing people in the alleyway. You know, I'm talking about that Titan show. I never watched it, but there's that there's that commercial. I assume that's canon. No, there's that commercial. I think he might. What does he say? He says he says, fuck Batman. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then he like, oh, wow, he like compound fractures like four guys. It's like super violent. Anyway, the kid who plays Robin in that show, he's the he's mm-hmm. the lead in the signal. Another uh, Brent. Uh, yeah. Is it? It's like Brent. Yeah, it's like. Britain, like, yeah, Britain, there's Britain, an O-N Britain, yeah. on the end of it, so he had to, like, yeah. plus it up. Yeah, I Your think he's, Brent he's English, I right? think, so. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Th- Thwaites is Thwaites. his last name. That sounds, that sounds British. <laughs> Thwaites. Thwaites. Uh, and then Lynn Shay is in one scene. Yeah. Um, and, I don't remember her being in it. Yeah. I, man, talk about a movie that I thought was real cool. And then the ending happened, and I was like, oh, man, you guys really swung and missed on that one, huh? <laughs> All right, so I was really worried when you brought this up, because I was like, I remember liking it until the very end, and it uh-huh. really fucked me up. It was, like, not good, no. and so I'm glad to hear you say that, but unfortunately. I would. I still gave it three stars, I think, similarly yeah. to you, probably, because the rest of the movie's pretty great. Like, it's it's, it's yeah. low budget. Low budget. Low budget sci-fi. Low budget, yeah. as we say, uh, in the yeah. industry. And it's... Sure. Um, it's about some kids who are tracking the signal from this uh, this hacker guy, and they find the signal. Their his girlfriend gets <laughs> like, as the kids say, yeeted up into space just out of nowhere, <laughs> just like tractor beamed. And then they wake up, uh, or he wakes up rather, and he's like, his, his legs don't work anymore, which he had been having like some sort of he was on crutches anyway. He, they don't specify mm-hmm. what it is, but some sort of like atrophy is going on, and. Uh, <laughs> Lori Lori Fishburns is like, hey, uh, you had a, you had an interaction with an, an EBE, an extraterrestrial biological entity, and mm-hmm. so you're like, what is going on in this movie? Is this an alien movie now? Were they actually abducted? There's all this paranoia happening that they're on this like research base, and he can hear his friend through the through the grate, like the mm-hmm. the ventilation shaft, and uh, he's trying to figure out what's going on. And I won't spoil all of it, but like little by little, like layers start coming out where you're like holy crap now this thing is what does this mean this thing happened and then their world expands more and it's pretty effective like it's a pretty effective like thriller Mm -hmm. uh there's almost like small elements of not strictly superhero stuff but kind of comic booky feeling things like abilities and 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 things that happen to them that make their bodies change i won't exactly specify how Mm. Uh, and then they go for this like sea level twilight zone ending, like not even a or B like, like, like just solid sea level where it, it's not even that you have to dig to try to make sense. It's that it, it makes sense. It just doesn't, doesn't need to be that it it would be like, this is going to immediately sound cooler because it's crazier, but it, it would be like. And then in the end, they discovered that they are actually all chickens wearing human suits like that. That already is better just because it's wacky. But it's it's one yeah. of those kind of twists where it's like it it doesn't really mean anything. It just almost feels like it means that you wasted your time a little bit like that. You yeah. watched something that didn't really matter. So I won't totally ruin the ending, but uh, it's hard to talk about it without talking about it. though, right? Yeah. Like, this is a strange really choice. Like I'm I'm shocked yeah. that it made that many rounds through scripting producers studios filming 
And then they got to the end and no one was like, are you guys sure this is the way you want to end this? Like <laughs> maybe someone said it, but I don't know. They were committed. Uh, yeah. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it, it's just for yeah. a movie that is so like nuanced and subtle and how they're doing stuff. And they're keeping their low budge, like in a place mm-hmm. where they can make uh, cool imagery without it looking yeah. cheesy. And then that ending, you're just like, well, all right. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's what we did. Um, I feel the same exact way you're mentioning all of this. Like I, I watched this a few years ago, so I don't remember all the details. Yeah. But I just remember being profoundly disappointed by the end that I didn't want to watch it again. Yeah. And I had really liked it up until that point. Yeah. So it was really unfortunate. And like I said, it's not it's not a, 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 a like a like a fake out ending where it makes you mad that you watched it. Like it's still yeah. it's still good before that, and it doesn't like ruin it necessarily. It's just like it's just such a mediocre last little puff of breath <laughs> at the end that yeah. you walk out and like, Oh, okay. I'm like the I rest was so. cool. I like, uh, I, don't, I haven't seen it since the theater, but I, I liked underwater quite a bit. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. a perfect movie, but I mean, you've got that on your list. So maybe you want to talk about it. Well, yeah. So, and I knew I had seen that you guys uh, tweeted out that you guys were going to talk about it on uh, eerie, which I thought was rad. Uh, Cause I had just seen it. It showed up on HBO max the other day and I had heard it's on HBO max. It. It's on HBO Max. Son uh-huh. of a bitch. I searched on just to watch all those sites. It's nowhere. Oh, I went on, up there? I went yeah, on Amazon. Weird. I looked. The Blu-ray is like $25. So I was like, wow. I'm not going to buy that. Yeah. Uh, so I went on iTunes last night and bought it for 15 bucks, which I was like, this is the best deal I'm going to get. It's on HBO Max. That's pretty Max. good deal. Great. Well, I don't mind well, owning it. There's special features I guess I can watch. Whatever. Yeah. And I thought it was... I, I didn't know much about it. I had stayed away from trailers um also this movie came out in my head it came out a, a, around the same time as another movie called sea fever oh yeah um, i haven't seen and it, i, I kept con- yeah i kept con- uh confusing those when they came out and mm-hmm. i didn't remember like which one was which and I, I didn't really hear much about either of them but they're vastly different movies this movie came uh, out in the same time period that you guys have both discussed brent when you used to be on the show uh, permanently uh sonic the hedgehog and the invisible man <laughs> that that yeah that oh, era of yeah. 2020 that seems like yeah, it right. was not 2020 yeah it came out in like january but it, of but this it year. was this year yeah it's yeah. crazy um but yeah i i liked it um once i, I liked it a lot it was really fun it it, it moves at a, a quick pace yeah. like it, it really just like kind sonic of the hedgehog starts. right yeah yes. yep. there we go <laughs> yes. i'm back in yeah okay i i yeah, yeah. I, you're winning me back over brent okay there yeah. you go mm. little by little uh don't ever step though got gotta catch them all <laughs> Okay. Pokemon. All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get back to it. Yeah, I keep okay. going, Steven. Okay, right. You've been out right. a few weeks. Uh, but yeah, it uh, it just kind of goes um, like immediately. And I liked that. It just it's just like an action movie. And then uh, there's a lot that I didn't know about it. So I really don't want to mention much at all. Yeah. Um, but the way the story goes, I, I was really down for for not knowing anything about it, not having really watched a trailer. Yeah. Just kind of going through it. And then once I watched it and it ended i I had a great feeling after this one yeah uh and then i looked at the director and i was like oh this signal and i could get it that he had made that and then made this yeah but i'm like he has exponentially gotten better yeah and he also Uh, didn't help write the budget stuff which helped i think yeah he was not involved Um, there but yeah no you're totally right and and the signal is a great example of that too like great directing like you can tell the dude's talented Mm -hmm. it was just a a weird that's why it's whiff so disappointing at the end yeah Yeah, because you're like oh this was so great and then it kind of falls apart or whatever well cool i'm glad Um, you liked it yeah but the but underwater yeah i thought was was really cool um and i was glad i just watched it um 
my wife is terrified uh my amanda is terrified of deep water and the ocean and stuff mm. she's terrified of space as well just open empty spaces whatever vastness yeah vastness yeah of, of, of both of those um and so like gravity she'll never watch because i was like oh gravity is like in space and then eventually she like falls in the ocean and there's like ocean stuff and i mean it was like fuck that uh so i knew i knew she wouldn't watch this uh i have my projector up in our bedroom right now and so she fell asleep i watched i watched um uh, underwater at like one in the morning <laughs> and it was blasted on your ceiling bla- yeah. <laughs> she wakes and up and thinks she's underwater <laughs> she's terrified and i even told her about it the next day i was like hey i watched this movie with case Stew in it called underwater and she was like ah, i don't know and i was like it's about this oil rig on the, in the like the bottom of the mariana trench she was like stop talking about it and i was like and and she was like i don't want to hear anymore i'm gonna have nightmares that's like as much as i got out which is all you really need to know about the premise of the movie and uh yeah so even that alone she was terrified of but uh watching it really late at night by myself was really fun it was yeah. not knowing much about it again it was just kind of like let this wash over me and it was just kind of a thrill ride and i, I really dug it so they commit to their uh to yeah. their genre stuff which i really dug because the, the yeah. trailers and this isn't really this isn't a spoiler the trailers uh at the very end of the trailers that they did release this is also a movie that they did not promote well uh, yeah, they kind of dumped it. The poster is literally just her face looking off to the side. It's like one of the most yeah. boring posters I've ever seen. Like they they did a horrible job marketing it. Uh, but the uh, at the end of the trailers, they have a little quick shot of there's something down here with us. Like there's something okay. there's something yeah. else other than just like the the normal dangers that they're going to face, like, you know, pressurization and, you know, mm-hmm. being down that deep and, you know, ocean dementia or whatever it's called where you don't have oxygen it's not called that that's probably offensive to people with like dementia. It. i'm sorry it be, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was like I, well, i'll lean into that <laughs> but uh but yeah so they they go they they go with that so i i really want i might try to watch it this week with my amanda and i don't know why we're specifying like it's actually going to be <laughs> our our we're, we're, we're wife swapping like the, states away yeah. um <laughs> But uh, and not tell COVID. and not tell her that and just be like, yeah, they got to get off this rig. Like because the movie opens, like you said, yeah. you know, water rushing in, something breaks. And so, yeah, there's not like 20 minutes of setup. And here are the characters like you meet the characters as they're, you know, being rescued and stuff to keep moving. Which yeah. it, it, I thought that was really well played. Yeah. yeah a lot um, of momentum right away, which is nice. Yeah, they kept the momentum. And then uh, I. Again, not to spoil anything, but it was like as as they're going through the the plot and they meet more people, you you care about them pretty instantly. They don't you don't have any backstory about anybody. They just start start talking and it's like, oh, like they might know this person or they kind of seen them on the rig, but they don't really know. Them. Yeah. And then they they're in a harrowing situation and they don't make a lot of I, I felt they don't make a lot of stupid decisions. They make like what they have to in the moment. Yeah. Um, but people kind of, you know, do what they feel they need to do or whatever. It felt kind of natural. It didn't feel like all forced. Um, and then I, I was surprised not having a lot of backstory that I actually cared about the people. Uh, yeah, as they were it's through it, super so. well cast. It's like a lot of like uh, not huge names like Vincent Cassell, TJ Miller, yeah. John Gallagher, Jr., uh oh i love that dude uh yeah he's great colleen yeah. wing from the iron fish show what's her name jessica henwick i think um hedwick hedwick is that it and the angry edge yeah he- jessica like hedwick and the angry edge um <laughs> she's like what uh laurie fishburns comes back <laughs> so it, it's got it's got a great amount of people that are like yeah. not quite character actors but like you've seen them in yeah. stuff and you you can you know they're they're good actors 
I think people had some TJ Miller fatigue like, yeah. <laughs> for some people. I, I, I like him fine. I get why people hate him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was kind of like one of the last movies I think he's been in for a while. Um, yeah, I, I kind of am getting that fatigue with him. Um, I like him in some things. And then I, I thought he might be overwhelming in this because I didn't know he was in it at all. Yeah. And he is definitely like just quips. Let's just like jokes, jokes, He's jokes. Doing the TJ Miller thing, yeah. Yeah, but God, for the most annoying. part, I, I liked it how it worked out though. Uh, and he actually, you care about him as well. Like he's yeah. not, he's not the dick TJ Miller that he is all the time. Yeah, he's just the jokey TJ Miller. But more of a still Cloverfield like, than a Silicon Valley. Yes, TJ Miller. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, the other guy you had mentioned uh, who's also in uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, John Gallagher um, Jr. I think yeah uh and he's in hush um i like that dude a oh, lot yeah. so hush anytime he shows up and stuff i dig that and i didn't know he was in it either so yeah i really like you said like i knew the poster so i was like all right case two's in this and that's all i know yeah it's underwater and that's pretty much she's great got. i'm glad people have finally started to same way with pattinson like get past the fact what they were in that made people hate them yeah uh because i remember right. seeing her in Adventureland back in the day and being like she's mm-hmm. great like i hadn't seen the twilight movies but you know so i oh, didn't yeah. have that sort of like annoyance by her that so many people did and just thinking like she's a great actress like it it sucks that people are can't see past uh twilight um it took me a long time with her and underwater is a good step in that direction for me yeah um that i like her more now and there's other things that i've i've seen her in that i liked her in but yeah twilight you know it didn't it didn't do so much for robert pattinson for me because robert pattinson is cedric diggory from the harry potter movies to me (laughs) yeah that that's what i saw first right. and so i was like oh he's another thing and then also he's twilight so i didn't stick with me as much as hers right um but and then now i like that both of them are just doing all this crazy shit though and they're they're both doing really well now so. he's batman fuck yeah i'm actually really cool with that choice i don't know about you guys but i i haven't gotten like the the real hyped up fanboy feeling about uh any any superhero movies in a long time. And it's not necessarily fatigue. I think it's just kind of, I've changed. And I think I've also kind Mm -hmm. of come to accept the fact that we live in a world super saturated with, with comic book adaptations and stuff now, which is kind of sad (laughs) because it takes a little bit of the magic out of it, but growing up uh, and I know Brandon's the same way for you too. Like uh, having anything be adapted, even if it sucked was great because it was, that never happened. So anyway, I say all that to say, I, that first Batman trailer, the Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson one, mm-hmm. I felt like in my loins, the the burning excitement of <laughs> that like fanboy. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. looks so cool. I cannot wait to see this. I hadn't felt that in forever. For whatever reason, that trailer nice. just kicked me, kicked me right in my my love bones. I don't know what that is. I just ran with it. Um, <laughs> the the burning loins, that might be. You might get that. That might be chlamydia. That was separate. That That's out. an STD. Yeah. Um, okay. That it, you know about that. Coincidentally, okay. I found out that night. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, what helped ease the pain a little bit was this trailer. <laughs> it was watch it again. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So very excited about that. I hope it's good. The, yeah. Matt I think Reeves it looks great, really cool. Great filmmaker. Yeah. And I love Matt Reeves. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a yeah good combo. He has a good feel. Yeah. Like a, it feels very like dark and noir and stuff and. Uh, Looks like it'll take it in a new direction. The car, I think it looks badass. Oh, it looks so uh, good. That that yeah. dumb slowed down Nirvana cover was great in the the trailer. Uh, yep. At the end, when he's like all all eyeliner and, and and dirty mascara shadowed out, I was like, ugh, I don't know what this is, but I want it. I want more of it. So he's just he's just been deep throating Alfred. 
He's been <laughs> crying off his mascara. <laughs> That's a very specific interpretation. Of <laughs> That's what you guys saw, right? Uh, yeah. totally. Anyway, moving on, moving on. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, that's actually a, a good segue into this, too. Uh, our, our sponsor this week is Fleshlight. If you go to Fleshlight.com, uh, you can stuff all of your Christian guilt into one of those, relieve it. Oh, yeah. Promo code LTAS gets you a uh, free cock ring with your uh, Fleshlight. Oh, wow. So That's very cool. Throw that out there. Let's talk about stuffing our dicks in this Fleshlight. Let's talk about stuffing our dicks and stuff. <laughs> well, hey, I can, I can transition from that because as you guys were talking about whatever movies you were talking about, I was uh, reaching out to some sponsors, you know, to, to help out, you know, to earn my keep here. Okay, So sure. let me run a, a few of these by you and see if anything clicks, you know, because I'm, okay. I'm willing to work with, like, whomever at this point, you know. Okay. I'm trying to climb back up this ladder. This doesn't so, sound desperate at all so far. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. So uh, the first one is uh, this company called Buffalo Ocean, where um, you essentially just take ranch and just rub it on your body. It's okay. supposed to be moisturizing, but I think it might just be like flavor packets left over from mm. um, outdoor markets and whatnot. Well, is it, hold on, you see, say flavor packets. Is this a dry rub? They have dry rub. They have some like pre-mixed sauces as well. Okay, nice. All right. Yeah. So it yeah. kind of depends um, on the climate, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the season, you sure. know. Okay, okay, all right. That can play a factor. Um, outside of that, uh, there's this other company called Earl Scout Cookies, which is this homeless guy named Earl who lives behind this abandoned radio shack. Um, he's just he's just making cookies out there. Uh, some of them are probably found like none of them really match. Some of them have bites taken out of them. Right. Mm. Um, but they're like post packaged cookies. Like if that makes if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's so that, green. that appeals. Yeah, I was gonna say that appeals to like the the the, the fair trade, mm-hmm, organic, mm-hmm. you know, Portlandy Portlandia kind of yeah kind of demo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like some of the cookies are really just like apple cores but you just you know you sure. just roll with it well and like and 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 parents are scared about their kids getting sick but really that's a good thing when your kid gets sick when it's ex, you know exposed to germs whatever builds your immune system i would imagine a half-eaten apple core by earl would really be a booster in that sense yeah. for your for your kids it's really True. just health food yeah i think we can all that's agree we're like. all on the same page yeah. um next thing uh plain wine it's just wine from a plane really just like diluted <laughs> comes in a tiny clear cup that's like will cut your lips if you try to drink out of it right uh but they suggest you are uh, traveling over some like rough terrain when drinking it it's like better imbibed that way right oh okay yeah shake, shake it into your mouth as opposed yeah. to just drinking it yeah yeah that and you're sense. like hey can i have a red and they just pour you a, a moscato they don't respond <laughs> yeah uh you can have this do you want to diet slice as well because you can have that right is pepsi okay and you're like yeah, I, I wanted red wine <laughs> It's close. Yeah. And they also, uh, to tie yeah. back to our conservative Christian upbringing, I don't know, uh, Stephen, if your church is, if mm. your church did communion, those, sure. the communion mm-hmm. cups are basically just, if you, if you hit it with a, with a opposite of a shrinking ray, what would that be called? A growing ray? <laughs> <laughs> An embiggener? An embiggener. It's basically mm-hmm. just a bigger communion cup. So, yep. you know, there's a religious feel that you might appeal to That's our, true. to our religious listeners. Yeah, hey, that's if good. we're talking about making things bigger, this next sponsor is for you. It's a company that is involved in like penile enlargement. It's called Girth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, they have some like some nebulous means of making your your uh, wiener bigger, but uh, do they it's use be do they use the word wiener, or is that you? No, that's the medical term for it. That, yeah. Okay, that's the the industry term. Okay. 
there, there are certain terms they have to stay away from for legal reasons, but wiener is definitely one of the things they can use. One of the more professional ones. Okay. Yeah. Just double check. Um, outside of that, um, there's this other company called uh, Dressage Massage, which is where a pageantry horse uh, rubs your back for you. Um, and it's like before they get put out to pasture, this is what happens to most horses. People don't don't realize that. And it will be wearing that, that wreath like around ooh, his neck ooh, or whatever. Uh-huh. And then just right off to the glue factory. Um, and then the uh, the last sponsor here is a uh, – I'm really excited about this one. I think this one could take off. Um, like, Stephen, in the past you've talked about wanting to do a food truck thing. I know that was like off air just between you know us, just, just two buddies talking. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. there's this, this Vietnamese barbecue fusion restaurant that's going to be opening up. It's okay. called Fuck You, and I'm really excited for it. And I'm partially uh, sad that when I said that, um, there may have been a child present. Uh, <laughs> the phone screen. No, no, no headphones on the kid, so you're safe. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, it was the yeah. second you said it, I was a little <laughs> blonde mop pulled out of it. Well, so, this, yeah, I mean, those are definitely a maybe. But like, most of those are, we, we'd probably get like promo codes for, for, those right yeah as a user or for us to send out like i'm sure they'll give you a promo code Mm -hmm. if you want to purchase something at their site is that what you mean yeah did you just go to these sites and they asked for a promo code and you you thought that was advertising yeah i guess so because they just said use promo code eerie int for everything Mm, yeah huh it's gonna be another tough conversation i think if you if you've already approached them about advertising separately of that if you've like reached out and they say anything if you just want to go ahead and forward that to me um i've already changed the password to our email address yeah just send it to uh what is it let's talk about stuff at gmail.com let's talk yeah, about stuff pod <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> or yeah let's talk about stuff podcast at, send it to all three yeah okay I, mean, it's case. Case. I better start typing now because it's going to be like a it's month a and lot. a half. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But um, I'm glad that you're trying. I just, you know, I reached out to all these companies and in the email I put mm-hmm. promo code or nah. And that's what they replied back to me with. Yeah. So I just, I okay. don't know if they're sponsors now. Yeah. I think really the subject line is the way to hook them. And and most. Oh, I, I never put subjects in my emails. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> the subject line was was a uh, sponsorship or nah oh no that was like the body of the email oh that was the entire email yeah and i <laughs> okay. i send it from my my <laughs> iphone but i always put from you know sent from my samsung galaxy you know s7 or whatever uh-huh. just to throw people off the scent because okay. nice i don't trust the nsa okay that's how it works well yeah uh-huh. you just whatever you write i would recommend you know try to really Try to get in there with the subject line too. That's the first thing they're going to see. Like really grab them. Uh, you can keep the body the same of your of the email to throw the NSA off. But uh, like I had I had a client one time uh, email me about a job and the subject line was four exclamation points and nothing else. Mm. And I knew right away like I this is important. Like I got to check yeah, this out. That's true. And I did work with him. I lettered his comic. So oh wow, there you go. Yeah, it worked. It worked on me. The fact that he paid me also helped, but the the four exclamation mm. points was what pulled me in. Do you think that John Mayer song "Your Body Is a Wonderland" is about an email that he received, like the body of the email? 
It was like, this is a really good email. It was like a winter wonderland picture. I can't say it's not. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know that it's I not. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that you guys felt the same way. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. I would say okay. we're basically on the same page. Like for the most part. Yeah, more or less. Great. We'll talk we'll talk about it. You know what? This is going well for me. It feels <laughs> it feels really natural and not weird at all. It feels great again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel weird at all and we're we're definitely glad to have you on here. Yeah. Brent, did you know that they made a Jurassic World uh animated series on Netflix? What? Yeah, if you want to go back a couple episodes, you can listen to us talk about it. It's I don't know how much mm-hmm. you like oh, dinosaurs. No, I, don't, I don't subscribe or listen to the show. Well, I'm, I'm I guess more letting our listeners know uh, if they missed that episode, yeah. go back check it out. One eight hundred Pro Flowers. But if you want to check it out, uh, <laughs> I don't know how much you like dinosaurs or Jurassic World, Jurassic Park for that matter. Uh, yeah, might be something you'd be interested in. I think I mean I think it's pretty clear that I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs. Um, oh, you are a fan are of you? dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, I remember like we, specifically we when them? when we worked on so you the, have listened to the episode uh, the non award winning uh, webcomic Super Q. Um, there were times where in the scripts it said there are no dinosaurs present <laughs> because I just wanted to draw dinosaurs. Just had to so cover bad. our bases. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I guess I didn't think about it in terms of uh, uh, like a, an interest as much as we thought that it was some sort of like um like a mental disorder that you had where you would just uh, draw dinosaurs regardless of I the thought context. It was like a fetish or I mean, fetish both of, those, both of those might be true yeah mm-hmm. like it was something yeah. that you have to take pills for but also something that you can only finish if you have and i mean sexually so yeah well, yeah sword. that's why that's why whenever i'm intimate i can only climax if i go alan alan <laughs> the, sure of course <laughs> Yeah, from Jurassic Park three. I have, which I, is weird too, because it's my middle name. So it's like, wow, it's very like egocentric. Yeah, and, you know, my wife is like, oh, here we go again. But her name is also Alan, so it kind of yeah, her name is also Alan. So it's you know, it yeah. makes sense. It's here we go again, but also that's right. He's into it. He's into me. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mama Mia, here we go again. Right. That's that's what you say at the beginning. That's that's to get her hot, hot mm-hmm. and bothered. Well, yeah, we watched Mama Mia too uh the second one colon mm-hmm. the second one mm-hmm. and then you know it gets on and pop in and then i'm like and you know i insert Jurassic park three. <laughs> oh, you insert Jurassic park three got you yeah. okay uh-huh. yeah yeah the vhs player yeah yeah the vcr you have yeah yeah and then she inserts and then you know, I you know all that stuff <laughs> period <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. Uh, <laughs> do you well, hear that that simultaneous oh man man we're so mm. alike just two twins two two best, two besties yeah. on the show co-hosting you know what my my favorite part of this episode so far is david is it whenever yeah give a guess i don't i want to i'm gonna guess it in my head and if it's the same i'll tell you that way we know it's true oh my god it's foolproof it's when we were talking about underwater and and brent wasn't <laughs> talking the whole time that was i was gonna say that too i was also gonna say yeah. your eyes yeah. See, and Brent, you never complimented me. You can't even me. see his eyes. He's so Irish. They're, they're all just little slits. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've missed for three weeks. The blatant, unsubtle racism. <laughs> From the, grou- the the brown guy of, uh, of everybody, too. Look, Surprising. I'm, a, I'm a Heinz 57. I got a little bit of everything, Brent, I guess. Yeah, is it offensive mm. for me to ask? <laughs> What's the most offensive way I can ask this? 
What? Welcome to Oklahoma. So if I if I were a, if I were a classic white person, I would say, "Where are you from?" And then you'd say Oklahoma, and I'd say, "No, but where are you really from? Where are your parents <laughs> from?" Uh, but what? Is it offensive for me to ask what your ethnicity is? Like, I know it's a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. That sounds horrible. Wow. I know it's a wow. joke. I know it's a recurring Steven, joke on the this podcast. This is what you're crawling into bed with. This is what is inserting into the podcast. I know it's hilarious that you're not white. I get it. Uh, <laughs> but is there, is there, I don't know if that's offensive to ask. Is it not offensive because we're friends? Or is it still offensive? Well, of course, uh, every minority uh, loves to be approached with, why you look the way you do? Why are you why different you do, than why me? You do this? I don't like it, <laughs> yeah. and I want you to explain it to me. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about oh, your people, <laughs> with quote fingers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, my ethnicity, uh, a lot of times people will be like, what's your nationality? I'm like, American. They're like, yeah, good one. I'm like, no, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's literally what that means. That's the, that's the nation part, mm-hmm. nation part of it. Oh, it's a, a child. He, I, yeah, I haven't caught you guys up. He is now brought in uh, two more members of the Universal Monster Crew, Ooh. Frankenstein's Ooh, Monster and, two more. and Dracula. Thanks, Daniel. Oh, they have the same hands. Yeah, well, the Wolfman does too. They all have this like come hither, like check out these nuts kind of kind of oh, yeah. kind of uh, energy. Just like, how many Capri pants we got rocking here? Is it just Wolfman? I think just Wolfman. Although, man, look at these platform shoes on Frankenstein. Yeah. Can you see those? What is it with Frankenstein and fl- platform shoes? I don't know. Why is that he's a, a thing? He's a big dude him? anyway. You wouldn't think that he'd be yeah. self-conscious about his height. Um, not really anything too crazy about about Dracula. Just pretty mm-hmm. classic Dracula. Yeah. So these are good toys though. Like your your kids playing with. Yeah, yeah. My dad got them for me. They're like rubber, like kind of rubbery. They don't they don't like you. I don't think you can. Maybe a little bit. It's that rubber where you want to move them into a pose. And they kind of stay mm. that way for a second, but then their arm slowly goes back down to where it was. Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't quite stay. Anyway, Brent, you were explaining uh, your racism. <laughs> so I talked to this Grand Dragon friend of mine, right? Nice. He was giving me some uh, some tips on, uh, you know, bleach and, uh, and, you know, doing laundry and whatnot. Sure. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. So, so I'm like, uh, I'm... Uh, like at least fifty percent uh, South Asian or really? uh, that's true. India Indian, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know this. Okay, uh, that's awesome. Y- yeah. Well, yeah. I rub the red dot off my head every morning. It appears. There it is. Um, it's kind of like Krillin and Dragon a Ball. A brief, Z. a brief moment of cultural <laughs> learning and quickly erased by. <laughs> you know, by racist jokes. Uh, Brent introduced David and I. You know, and then we became best friends. Brent was introduced to me by another friend as well but it's always like uh hey this guy is like really cool kind of like you i think you guys get along whatever you should talk mm-hmm. we have a friend in houston who is from india and moved here in like seven years ago or something and we told brent one time hey you should really meet our friend jay he's like you but he's indian and brent was like i'm indian <laughs> we were like yeah but you know like it's different <laughs> You don't count. You're raised by white people. The other people. half. He's like the other half. <laughs> the, other, the, the, the half of you, yeah. Well, look, my uh, my first name is like an English name, and then like all of my family is white. So I, I, I was yeah. never raised with like other other brown people. Mm. So it's uh, like I get it, you know. And you were and, raised in Inola, which is a teeny tiny town full of, mm-hmm. I would say, mostly white people. You're the, literally the only brown person I know from Inola. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, the the only other brown person in that town is a cow, and she died <laughs> 17 years ago. Rest in peace, Millie. Hope you mean a literal cow. Okay. You guys yeah. used to eat lunch together because you were the only two brown ones. Yeah, and you know she knew where all the good grass was. You know that, there wasn't yeah. like poop covering it or whatever. So tiny yeah. towns in Oklahoma, a lot of the the kids eat grass. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all we've got. You know. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of more it depressing there. by the second, but I'm glad <laughs> well, I I'm glad I know what half of you is now. <laughs> <laughs> The rest is just like a hodgepodge of stuff. It's like um, a bunch of like uh, white people stuff and then like black Dutch, which is just like white people Dutch stuff. people who have like uh, slightly darker skin, I guess. Okay. They're considered black. So, the way you, you, the yeah. way you describe your second half is it doesn't sound ancestral at all as much as it sounds like cultural to where you're like the other half of me is like Big Bang Theory, Solid Dash of Rizzoli and Isles, just TBS in general, <laughs> like just white, white people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> mayo very tbs yeah tnt not the dynamite the channel this particular nipple is from monk uh if you've ever seen that oh uh, wow yeah uh, you've got like the some beard nipple. some beard from psych mm-hmm. yeah and uh chuck was that the other show yeah hey we used to watch chuck didn't we brent we we did oh you remembered mm-hmm. you remembered steven had you guys been friends in person Oh I yeah, that's so. the way I ask yeah. people if they've had sex. <laughs> <laughs> well then, yes. Well, Brent has put his penis in my penis, of course. Oh, you uh-huh. guys have, have docked it up. I don't know the. Uh, yeah. uh, well, that leads to another question. Actually, I promised Mitch I would bring this up. Uh, well, he oh, probably perfect. did. Did he? Did he gather uh, uh, circumcision information from both of you when he was on the show? He probably did. I right? believe I, I was thinking about that recently. That I thought I knew what brent what brent was and i didn't remember why but i think that was a podcast conversation brent do you remember that uh, I, think that, I, do. I think that might have been been on here i don't know if it was or not but do we, we can like always get into it is that well, why I mean, you're we might as well it's a quick yeah. cut uncut question i think I, i'm sure mitch mm-hmm. would like to know if he doesn't already know and i've, I've got to look out for him too so sure i'm I, i'm i'm classic circumcised i'll say it yeah same here brent all right. You, so maybe we did talk about it. Who are you I, I feel with? like I've, I've discussed this about, or yeah, talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am circumcised, but like not not great. Like it was like a half day for this person. <laughs> half, like the half, which half of your family? Yeah, was in charge of that. You know. Yeah. Oh, maybe that. You know what? I never put that together. I was gonna. Ask, maybe I, thought I, was, I thought you were gonna ask how much of the southwest a- or South Asian part is left in the in the what's left of your <laughs> yeah. what sounds like mangled meat of a penis. <laughs> I, I know I gotta, like, get, I gotta get a hold of Kurth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, <laughs> oh, they need yeah. To yeah, no kidding. That, check about, no yeah. wonder you were the most excited about that one and saved it for last. It's, you had a very personal stake in the success of that company, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Okay, am I an investor? Yes, of course, obviously. Sure. You like, should disclose that. By that, I mean I've made an appointment. And, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. We'll be in attendance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I'd say probably like a quarter of my magic carpet is still there. Uh, it's okay if I say that. Okay. Um, but it's uh, like it's. I do you have know, more questions. Is... is it okay if I ask them? Sure. Is it is it all the way around? Wow, this is racist. This is what? <laughs> is it all? Is it all the way? Like, is it? Uh, is it like you have a shorter haircut version of a circumcision? Like it's like they did a mini one, oh, so you have like a little a bit cut? there, or is it just like a section mm-hmm. is still full uncircumcised? You know what? Let's get into it. I was going to say, just take, just show us your penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my questions will be answered quickly if you want to do it the fast way. <laughs> hmm. 
darker than I thought. <laughs> it must be must be out in the sun a lot. Nope. <laughs> it's not. So it's like uh like when it's uh in its prone position, okay. right? When it's just like hanging out. Sure. Uh there's like a little bit of a a little bit of a turtleneck there. Got it, okay. But you know. So it is like a it's just trimmed down. It's not like a half like a uh like a hot dog. You know, it's not going up half of your your length and it's all the way to the tip. And now the other half is completely gone. I think the difference is when like, you're we can't decide. When you're uncircumcised, it's like one of those uh, hooded t-shirts that has like a bunch all the way around like it's got a lot of hood on it and then what you have yeah. is like one of those coats where if you unzip the collar there's a little hidden hood inside <laughs> that you can pull out that's thinner you have a zipper on your cock no it's, it's like i said it's more of a, a turtleneck than uh than a, a fully like mm-hmm. on hoodie like yeah like an, an uncircumcised one is like a hoodie but like when somebody like pulls it tight for like uh, comedic effect yeah, or whatever you know uh, okay. that helps yeah okay like uh, so it's, not, it now. it's not that so yeah a little, little bit of a, a turtleneck situation uh but then you know when it's time to uh you know snap into allen mode then uh you know <laughs> was you, there, you can't even tell is there a yeah. was there a story behind that was like that you know of like was was there actually like a mistake that happened or was it just like that's how it turned out they did a normal circumcision but for whatever they did you didn't know till later that it healed or whatever that or were they like no 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 some stuff went down in the hospital that day so i i don't know for a fact what happened but here's what i here's my head cannon on it okay is like I had mentioned, my, my middle name is Alan, A-L-A-N, but my mom on the birth certificate, or I guess when she was filling out the paperwork, she wanted it A-L-L-E-N, mm-hmm. which I guess is typically like a last name spelling, uh, obviously, Barry Allen, the Flash. Sure. Uh, mm. you know, that's it. That's fast. the only one, yeah. You know, that's, the, that's the only famous Alan. Yeah. But um, I guess the hospital like changed it, and it was like, oh, this, this woman's mad. She mm-hmm. can't make this decision. She just had a baby. <laughs> and I like, don't trust women in while general. While we're at yeah. it, go in there and take a little bit less of his dick off. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're making all the decisions today. <laughs> there, there was like arguments going on, like when when this was, was happening, and like the doctor was like he snipped too much, and was like, "God damn, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to cut this baby's dick off. Wait, what? Do we, how does this work? Oh, uh oh. <laughs> all right, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm glad we cleared but, that up. Yep. But for real history, yeah, um, Brent and I did know each other, per, you know, in person for for a number of years, and then I moved, so we've been doing the podcast, okay. uh, generally through this. What's the and, what was uh, the history there specifically? Did you, were you guys like coworkers or something, or you said you met through a mutual friend? Yeah, so uh, Brent worked at a credit union that my wife worked at when you were a duck banker, maybe still are. I haven't at the, checked at on the duck that. at a duck bank. Yep. Yeah. Uh, canonically, uh, no, I got fired from that job uh, and moved on to a duck church, and I think I I, <laughs> That's I right. may have quit that one. That's right. Uh, yeah, I don't know where we're at with that. I yeah, well, I, this we'll was find before out. that. Yeah. Um, this was a duck credit union. Okay. Briefly before the duck bank, we'll say. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, Amanda and I had a friend named Trey who also worked there. I think that's how Amanda got the job. Um, and uh, Trey had kept telling me for like a while that he had this guy named Brent at work who was really funny. And he, he reminded him of me. And then Amanda met Brent, I think is how it went. Yeah. And was like, yeah, he's he's like you or whatever. And then we finally um, like, I don't know, we, we finally met up. And it was, you know, like whatever at first. And then like we <laughs> don't like, gloss over that. It's a, that sounds like an, <laughs> that sounds like a real well, awkward. Like we met. I don't remember exactly the first time. It's like we met briefly, I think, at your credit. union. You know, that's the one I always forget about. 
Yeah, and you then, had, you had come up right. there, and they were like, "Hey, this is this is Steven, you know." And uh, and they, to you, they were like, "This is Brent. This, you know, we told you about each other." We're like, "Oh, hey,", hey. we shook hands. We're like, "Like, what do you do with All that?" Right. right? Like, Everybody right. has so, built yeah. up expectations of yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was like he was working or whatever. And then um, the the what I remember actually, this is why I kind of glossed over it though, is um, we really met because there was another coworker that was moving, and Brent and I were helping her move, and. Like we we talked more that day, yeah, uh, about mm-hmm. comics and stuff because we were both like around each other more, and mm-hmm. there wasn't it was just like uh, I think my wife and that that coworker or whatever. So, right. um, and then over time, like we ended up having like a double date uh, with his wife, um, uh, George. There you go. Uh, the third, sorry, George the third, mm-hmm. and um, we went to a movie, and afterwards we were like, all right, well that was a fun movie anyway, bye. And then we were in the parking lot. <laughs> And we're like, man, they were really fun. We should hang out more. And they were in the parking lot in their car being like, man, they were really cool. We should hang out more. And they like called or texted us and we're like, do you want to hang out more? And we're like, yeah, let's go to Target. And so after that, it was kind of like, you know, I think it kind of snowballed from there. We became more friends. And we had a big group of friends that they kind of got roped into uh, that tray. That guy initially introduced us. That was a part of because we were high school friends with him. Okay. And that high school group uh, was around us. And uh, and then Brent and Brandy started Brandy, I don't remember that name. Was that your sister or mom or somebody? That was probably, yeah, I just like came in there. That was really weird. So anyway, uh, Brent and his wife, um, uh, Samwise, um, Mm -hmm. uh, came over to our house. We we had like a party house that everybody would come over and hang out at and stuff. So uh, with like a pool and whatever. So um, so yeah, and then we just became really good friends. And then uh, unfortunately, we don't really talk to Trey anymore. So (laughs) that's that's basically what I'm doing with you, David, is I'm, I'm cutting Brent out. Uh, yeah, you know, I, it's I gonna. Ha- it'll happen to me friend. at some point too, or maybe it'll happen to you. It's a very it follows situation. It yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to who knows. Pass so. it on to the next person. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's that's like cool. a ring. Yeah. You pass it around. Yeah. Okay. Well, I th- again, I think that's. I think that's just chlamydia. Yeah, chlamydia. Please have that. The same way. Yeah, please yeah, look yeah, into I mean, it. Tomato, tomato, whatever. That's what I say to my doctor whenever I pee funny. When he tells you you have chlamydia. Tomato, tomato, yeah, like doc. tomato, tomato. And they're like, no, this is really something serious. You no, should no, look no. Into it. I'm like, chlamydia doesn't rhyme with anything else. It's chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> chlamydia. <laughs> chlamydia, chlamydia. Ooh, a beautiful girl's name. Clamato. <laughs> oh, well, that's, you should know because your wife is named Clamydia. Uh huh. Yeah. Right? It's a yeah. Greek, ancient Greek name. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. a lovely woman. I think it was originally from the Odyssey, Homer's The Odyssey, Clamydia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I remember that from, uh, from class. Yeah. From school. Yep. Um, so uh, there was something we mentioned briefly. I'm not even sure when in the podcast earlier about oh. ninjas. Ooh. And oh, speaking I, of I vegetable wanted, juices, <laughs> I wanted to uh, to bring this up because uh, I, again, because because we had mentioned it, but um, Amazon Prime is is slowly becoming one of my favorite streaming services because of the weird content that they offer. And right now, and this this has been for a while that uh, they've offered a lot of these, but. I've mentioned before in the show that I really like um, two things, titillating things from my youth. I like uh, erotic thrillers mm-hmm. and I like like, uh, you know, crazy bikini summer movies or, or, or you know, like American Pie type stuff, or whatever. Just like silly, like bikini car wash, whatever. Right. And there were a bunch of movies that I used to watch um, back in the day, like on HBO or whatever. And as far as I understand, these were not on Amazon Prime before, but they are definitely now. And I saw them the other night. And it led me down a, a rabbit hole of just watching. Like I would fast forward through a bunch of it uh, just to be like, do I remember this movie? Do I not remember this movie? And it was like half and half. 
Um, but there's this whole series um, the, of movies starring this one chick named Cynthia Rothrock. And uh, there's a movie called, they're all like stupid, uh, doesn't mean anything. Martial Law, Night Vision, Honor and Glory, Sworn to Justice. <laughs> and uh, this is Cynthia Rock, uh, Rock, Roth Rock. Um, she was this blonde. Oh, yeah, okay. Short haired. Yeah. Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, so, like a lot of the uh, American Ninja. And that. So, I think she may have even been in one of the American Damn. Ninja movies. Yeah. Yes. Like that. We're getting into that. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Perfect. So she's in a bunch of these movies where she gets naked a lot and she fights a lot, uh, as far as I remember it. And uh, there's a bunch of these on Amazon Prime right now. And then I was uh, I was a little tipsy the other night. Again, my wife was asleep, and I'm like uh, looking through there, and American Ninja Two pops up. Okay. And I'm like, American Ninja Two with Michael Dudikoff mm-hmm. was my fucking jam as a kid. I've only ever seen American I loved Ninja One. Those movies. I, I would like oh. to see two. I feel like Two I'm missing is, it. I'm missing something. I don't remember. I've tried rewatching one. Uh, and Two is the one that I remember watching more because he goes to like an island to like meet up with other like he's like a an American war. I think he's like an army or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he has like a, a, a friend with him that goes with him to this island, whatever. There's like motorcycles. Ninjas on motorcycles are basically what I really loved as a kid the most. Um <laughs> That's what I really needed. And this movie has it a plenty. And uh, so I put that on the other day. And uh, so, yeah, American Ninja 2 uh, is pretty rad. Um, had a lot of great things that I remembered. Uh, had forgotten about over time. But when I saw them, I was like, I remember these scenes. It was like fucking crazy. And then that led me into the one that you had mentioned earlier, which I saw the cover on Amazon Prime for Ninja 3, the com- the domination. Mm-hmm. And I remember the cover because it's a chick in a like a ninja outfit or whatever. And I remember that. And I was like, I don't remember if I actually saw this one. And then I played it. Holy shit! Did I see this movie as a kid? Oh, did you? And I thought it. I thought it was a sequel to American Ninja for some reason <laughs> in my head. I thought this was the third one in that. I remember that like seeing these together at the movie theater or movie store and thinking they were the same series for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Michael Dudikoff's gone, but this chick is here or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's wildly different and I fast forwarded through a lot of it too, but I, I did watch a lot of it. So, uh, I was stoked earlier when you brought up randomly Ninja three as well <laughs> that I had just watched it like two so days crazy. ago. Yeah. Yeah. I love Amer- or, uh, Ninja three the domination. It's, it's a, it's a horror movie too. Like there's exorcisms yeah. in it and stuff. There's demons. Like it's, it's so weird. It's, it's, it's real crazy. Uh, there's also a, a very sexually charged and uncomfortable relationship between her and this mustached cop where she like <laughs> tries to seduce him at one point in her apartment that has a pinball machine in it. And she's like pouring V eight down her chest. Like it's, it gets, Oh, I do remember that now <laughs> real crazy and weird. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It might as and well he, like, be sucks a, it off her tits yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It might as well be a sequel to American Ninja 2 because it's it's supposed to be a sequel to like the two uh canon movies, the canon yes. films. It's like and a lot of these are canon films that I would mention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, Enter sure. the Ninja and Revenge of the Ninja, I think, are the first mm. two. I mean they're not okay. So then for the third one they were like, call it Ninja Three. <laughs> like there's no there's no ninja one or two really. And this is the poster I remember. Yeah. Hell growing yeah. up where it's just her with a sword and stuff and she's got that big 80s hair oh, yeah. and a snarl it's great shokasugi's in it he shows up from from japan there's a, a line that he says that uh ever since we had our ninja night and watched it my friends and i still quote which is i have come from japan to revenge 
He's, he's, he, like revenge as a verb. <laughs> he's like, I've come from Japan to revenge. So it's that's uh, the kind of quality writing you're getting with that. It's fantastic. Movie. So good. I loved it. It's uh, it was really fun. I had forgotten a lot of the parts, and I don't remember any specific scenes right now when I watched from what I watched the other day. But again, it was just like it was such a weird experience being like I saw the cover and I was like, I remember that from the video store. Um, specifically, there was one in, in Sand Springs, which is a, a suburb of Tulsa that we grew, my parents grew up in. There was a little video store called uh, Pop and Go, but it looked like Papingo. <laughs> and I remember it was next to a restaurant we would go to all the time when my parents were going back to visit family. And I would just go in there and look at their martial arts section for like why they were at dinner. And that would be my thing. Yeah. And I remember this cover. Yeah. But then when I watched it, I was like, I didn't remember that I'd ever seen it until I did watch it. And I was like, holy fuck. And it was just like scene after scene after scene. Besides that uh, V8 one that I don't remember <laughs> until just the other day. Uh, I, I, again, I watched a lot of, you know, stuff I shouldn't have been watching as a kid. And uh, that's probably one of them. But uh, man, yeah, it was it was really fun. Nostalgia blast to my face. There's a great uh, there's a Canon Films documentary that's pretty good. Um, oh, awesome. I don't remember the name of it now, but they go through that era was just like fueled by coke like that was it basically it's just like two two brothers from israel and pounds of coke and just making all of these crazy movies and working with properties that yeah. maybe they did or didn't have permission to do and just pretty nuts it's one of those things though like a lot of these movies i'd mentioned with that uh that actress again i can't remember her name because i don't have it up anymore cynthia rothrock uh, yeah the, the blonde the short blonde chick uh a lot of those were canon films as well and then a logo came up yeah and that was another one that i was like i remember a bunch from my youth uh but that one i'd forgotten about and then i was like oh my god and then as i kept finding more and more movies on amazon prime i was like these are all canon movies yeah and they're all fantastically bad they have a great and i love them their logo's one. great too i have a enamel pin somewhere that's the canon films oh, logo. Yeah? <laughs> yeah badass um they uh, i'm looking up cynthia rothrock now i she's also in i started watching they did a horror documentary movie that's like four hours long called in search of darkness i think is the name of it yeah i've heard of it uh people seem to like it most people i've talked to mm-hmm. that have watched it have been like you're gonna learn absolutely nothing new if you're a horror fan mm-hmm. but it's talking heads kind of documentary not the band yeah but, you know people and <laughs> they the same filmmakers made another one called in search of the last action heroes and it's the same exact thing, but for like 80s action movies. Cynthia Rothrock's, I've only watched a little bit, but she's oh, okay. in it, I'm pretty sure. And it's just all that era of, you know, those, some good, mostly bad, like action yeah. 80s stuff. Just such a great time. Well, I was looking up uh, more of them because the same year that Ninja 3 The Domination came out, they released uh, Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Classic, so, of course. Of course I remember Canon Films from that one alone. Yeah. Um, that was a, a huge thing for me and my sister growing up. Um, but yeah, that's a, an interesting group. I would love to watch a documentary about them because it's like one I kind of like blocked out. I didn't realize is something I like. It's like now whenever you watch something and you like a whole bunch of horror movies and you're like, oh, what's this Blumhouse? And then like they keep doing more and more and you're like, all right, cool. This is quality or whatever. Right. Like Annapurna, you know, and you're like, oh, I can like gain something from this. It's like I had forgotten about Canon Films and now going back, it's like, fuck yes. I'm shocked I forgot the name of the documentary. It's called Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Ele- <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of Canon Films. Came out in There you go, man. That's awesome. I'll look it up. Yeah. Right on. But uh, cool. yeah, so I definitely wanted to mention that, but I think it's hilarious that you uh, also brought it up because <laughs> the other day I, I, I watched a bunch of those in a row. So Amazon Prime, if you want the, the off the beaten path, um, not normal films. They actually have a lot of random shit out there. So 
And if you want to go all in and really commit and uh, and and get all the special features, great Blu-ray set from Scream Factory. <laughs> That's I, I own, oh, nice, I own yeah. that one on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's got Sweet. a bunch of like trailers and documentaries and interviews and stuff. Um, which you know, no one really needs. But if you're interested or yeah, if you're a fan, in, yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating because otherwise, if if a studio like if a distributor or somebody doesn't a label doesn't do something like that, these movies just are forgotten like the amount of movies that are just on vhs and probably will be forever is so high yeah it's crazy that's the end of that conversation <laughs> i just remembered you were on the phone still are you are you still here yeah i'm just hanging out in front of this abandoned circuit city it's fine getting those cookies well no that was a radio shack Steve. that was a radio shack come on in my the, head it's like the same you got to pay attention they're both defunct Two wildly now, right? different businesses yeah both of them yeah, failed <laughs> And Brent, this is part of the thing. David forgives me a lot more than you do. David understands that I forget everything immediately after we say it. So like callbacks to the beginning of the show, uh, I just don't know what to do. Uh, I don't remember them. Uh, it just blanks out. I can only be on for the, the moment I'm on. That's weird. That's weird. Um, You're weird. Just like totally unrelated. I, I was thinking about how uh, the guitarist for Korn uh, Brian Head Welch uh, became a, uh, a huge Jesus freak and left the band, but eventually came back. That's crazy. Brent, real quick, sorry. Uh, Butcher Box, <laughs> just wanted to mention, too, they're sponsoring our show this week. 30% off. If you're getting a Christmas ham this season, uh, wow. they're doing a special on that. You can get 30% off your first order. Use the promo code LTAS and uh, set up, you know, whether it's uh, a bi weekly, bi monthly shipment of mm. meats straight to your door i'm actually a butcher Bisexually. box subscriber uh oh, wow. just you know because i i'm that into it i actually enjoy it getting those fresh cuts of mm -hmm. beef delivered straight to uh, my home so i can cook them up for the family going to be doing the christmas ham this year again that's code ltas at butcherbox.com go ahead sorry brent uh so does does michael myers himself cut the meat and send it to you like it seems like that's a job he could do right because he's got He's got a machete. Does he have a machete? I think he has a knife, right? <laughs> I think this phone's on mute. Well, Brent. I think I'm muted myself. We have talked about how those those horror icons do like different jobs. Maybe yeah. they're just looking for work. And I feel like his knife skills, though, yeah, could be useful there. But I don't know what he's been up to. Is this like uh, an old I mean, bit that you guys used to do or something? Is that he what? lost some fingers. Yeah, that what Brent's some, bringing up? sometime we, we're we trying had, to again. I uh, forget. We're trying to we keep looking forward. Some, I think. But. Some. <laughs> Why? No, it's fine. You know, the the momentum of the show is already down. If you want to go ahead and finish out the thought, that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because Jason Voorhees has such a proclivity for folding people in half in beds <laughs> and whatnot. Sure. Uh, we decided that he would be great at working retail at like I think it was Old Navy. Old Navy. He's just like folding mm -hmm. pants and stuff. And he's tall, so he can like reach the the high making. shelves and everything. Yeah, yeah. Of, of all those women's pants and, and everything. Really quick too. Speaking of beds, Casper is also a sponsor this week, along with Purple Mattress. <laughs> two competitors. Wow. Uh, for the first time ever, sponsoring the room. same podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, check it out. No promo code. <laughs> <laughs> they just paid us to bring them up. <laughs> well, uh... organically. Purple Mattress. Use the promo code Casper. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa you can go the other yeah, way get your too. Yeah. address casper.com check it out in my head they're like sirius and xm you know they're like the same thing and eventually they'll merge i was gonna say weren't yeah. they the same you know. thing aren't they 
Wait, Steven, are you serious? Yeah, they are, they now. are now. Okay. Isn't it like Sirius XM is like actually their name. That's what I, I thought. Okay. But it used to be separate. It used to be two separate. Got it. Okay. Yeah. What was yeah, what was the competing. what was the one that merged with AT&T? It was like it used to be AT&T Verizon. Was it singular? Singular yes. did back in the day. Yeah. 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 I remember that was my first flip phone. Had the yeah, little like same. orange, yeah. I had the singular phone and then AT&T bottom and it changed to AT&T and then they like like uh did like a third party thing and they're like no we're just still gonna keep singular and my bill went back to singular and then like back to at&t and i've had that for a long time so they were like they didn't know what they were doing in the beginning i'm assuming that's just done now right just at&t on its own as far as i know been a verizon boy since 2008 so i don't know oh wow yeah wow well there's no connection there between us but i still feel like brent what do you you have an at&t I do have an AT&T phone. That's that's so weird. Mm. It's, it's almost like we're on the, the same page in the same book. Did I say AT&T mm. or Verizon? I meant AT&T. I'm all, no, we're all on AT&T. It's too late. That's not LTAS yeah, Canon. All, yeah. It's been revoked. Or maybe I'm on singular. Is there a joke here? <laughs> <laughs> You're the singular person still using singular. <laughs> yeah. They changed it to um, an S. <laughs> no longer the C. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh brent i i'm glad you joined us on the show it did it did bring us down a little bit but um you know we're glad to have you back uh we'll discuss off air if if we bring you back again but uh i'm glad you're trying you know yeah the effort Uh, is appreciated for sure good effort you know i mean yeah i'd love to to take credit for the effort but really i just called steven and then all this happened right well i mean yeah. i mean specifically with your sponsors I, I i feel like depending on how many sponsors you actually get to come mm-hmm. in so far none of them are even aware that you're wanting them to sponsor the show i think we cleared yeah. that up you just went to some websites and wrote some names down um which is a good start it's a good well, you made a list of things to then go do the work on look as you guys were talking about Ninja 3, The Domination, uh, which was also discussed on episode 241 of How Did This Get Made, which is hilarious. Oh, um, fantastic. I, I re-emailed all the, the sponsors that I mentioned, mm-hmm. and this time uh, I put, like, again, I don't I do not do subjects, like, if it's, it's worth it to, like, open the email, so it's just, like, no subject. But in the body of it, I put money, question mark, question mark, question mark, <laughs> and so... I'm just waiting yeah. for these offers to roll in at this point. Okay. Yeah. If you bring in, it's a gamble, but some of it, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can't say it definitely won't work. I can't say that. No, I mean, yep. it is a gamble. And what do you gamble with? You gamble with money. So like you can, like you, you get it. Like, yeah, it's, so you're, you're flipping it. So they're gambling on us. I put my thing down, flipped it and reversed it. So wow. like really balls in their court. Okay. You know, All sports, right. we're big sportos. Steven and I, we just, we're just, Sports, sports so hard, motherfuckers want to try me, right? Get it? That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. In sports, yeah. That's, that's the same. First tipper's got to find me. You know, it's okay. I can say that's my last name. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be back on the show. I think it's fair to say. Well, I'm I, on this episode. I think that's what we're all saying. Yeah, yeah you're back uh, on this definitely episode. on this episode. Yeah, it's, a, it's been mm-hmm. a fun guest spot, so we'll... It got out yeah. there for a second, but I heard I'm back, so yes. Um, I'm back on the call. I, yeah, the connection got restored. Okay. Yeah, I'm back, yeah. So, Because you're just calling in, Brent, and we just patched you through to record, yeah. so... Well, I mean, agree to disagree. Um, well, that is what yeah, happened. We now. are literally living that, what he just described. It is actively mm-hmm. the truth. Well, I'm that, still... You know what? Yeah. I'm waiting for the recounts to come in. 
Um, so we'll see. Obviously, I'm going to pay for it. I'll pay for it, and we'll see how the votes. And it will, yeah, okay. hopefully not just benefit us more, <laughs> as we've seen happen. Yeah, because can you imagine that happening night. in reality? That's a, <laughs> That'd be boy, crazy. that seems far fetched. What an embarrassment boy. that would be. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a literal dinosaur in Los Angeles as we speak. Hopefully, by I, now they've they've you know figured that out. I would like to say I have an update. Brought it down, but it's America, so I'm sure we killed it. Well, we did, unfortunately. Um, when they, I had, do you have an update about this? They did kill the little dinosaur. Uh, oh, it was turns small. out, turns out, not a dinosaur is actually a shaved chicken. Ah, uh, someone had plucked all the feathers out, put it out there in the world, said, "Hey, there's a dinosaur on social media." Everybody got into tizzy. Someone shot it. Uh, obviously, this chicken has been through a lot, so. Um, it's a very unfortunate situation, but there are actually no dinosaurs in Los Angeles. All of your fl- feathers getting plucked out one by one does sound awful before then being let out to be killed. Uh, also, That's a little confusing that you said shaved, yeah, because it's not... Mm-hmm. But then I thought feathers, and that wouldn't really work. I didn't really want it to be as cruel as I just made it. You could still shave and a chicken, I thought right? a buzz cut. Couldn't you? Can you buzz cut a, a chicken? I think so. Is that cool? I don't know if it's cool. I think you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> can you Can you shave a cock? And put it out in Los Angeles. I think you can. I think that's not against the law there. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends, I think, on on where you're starting from, how much of a turtleneck you've got, as we established earlier. True. Also, I like... Hey, you know what? As long as you're wearing your mask, you can do whatever you want in Los that's Angeles. Right? Yeah. yeah. You were ahead of the curve in that sense. You've are, are always been wearing a little mask. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Setting a good example mm-hmm. for all of us. Ooh, somebody stop me. Well, thanks for being on oh, the show, man. Brent. It was fun having you for uh, yeah. a week. Brent, did you want to plug anything? Are you starting a new show so you can not be on this one anymore? Or? You've got more time uh, on your no. hands now. That's true. Yeah. Well, look, I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast. But I'm intercontinental when I eat my French toast. Okay, Beastie Boys, right? Pop culture? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I, um, I was lucky enough and honored to have the rare occurrence to guest on Mind Grenade. Um a few weeks ago, we were mm-hmm. talking about uh, the first season or first uh, episode of season two of The Mandalorian, and it's not something that just like anybody gets the offer to do. You know what I'm it's saying? True. Like, he, you know, Hector really reaches out to the people that are the most important to him, um, and you know who's who's available, and uh, gets them to come in and, and talk about you know Star Wars, uh, The Mandalorian in particular. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if we're looking at uh, our our bona fides, then, uh, you know, I, I'd like to put that on my resume yeah. for climbing back into the... Uh, You're breathing the, some rarefied air. I am, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, I, th- I think we can all agree that, like, that's the mark of a good podcast host is being offered a, a seat on other people's podcasts, you know, especially like... No, thank you for saying that, to, yeah. I don't, that doesn't make sense, but, like, being offered <laughs> the chance to talk about a current, like, show a specific episode of like a huge pop culture, like, mm-hmm. like event, like it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I feel, feel pretty good about it. So, um, so check out that episode. Um, but only that one, don't listen to any of the other ones. Um, cause it's just like, you know, that was a one and done thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I set the bar so high going in there being like, I don't know what star Wars is. Um, and then like, here's a, there's this guy with a, a bucket on his head. What's a Jawa? Do you write it? Is that a, is that the guys with the hoods and the black faces? I, oh, I not black face. Episode. Oh boy. Mm. Mm. Uh, so it was like problematic. Brent, what kind of microphone do you have? 
Me? Yes. Uh, this is a blue Yeti mic, though it's black. I thought, I thought so. It's strange. Mm-hmm. I have the same microphone. Uh, Steven, do you as well? I do as well. Uh, it's strange to me that for a mic that is so big, bulky, has a big stand, that it, it appears to me on my camera like you're holding it, like you're on stage. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Brett's doing stand-up right now, actually. You know, guys, stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> I was on a, on a flight the other day. It's a great podcast. This too. lady came up to me and she offered me some wine. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take some wine, ma'am. Do you have any red that you can give me? And she gives me a Moscato. It's, I'm so uncomfortable seeing him holding that mic that way. You know, it's very heavy, It's right? so strange, yeah. Yeah. You know, when uh, when the pilot gets on the intercom, he's like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're getting ready to land in a COVID hotspot, right? You heard this? You heard of this one? Because I went to two of them this year, and uh, we wore a mask the whole time. All these, all these wires hanging off of it, like it is not meant know, to be right? held this way. Oh shit! I just got shocked. So, um, so strange. So... <laughs> what else? What else? What else? You're doing great. Open mic night for Brent. This is great. What's on your shirt, Brent? I see a rainbow and some. Uh... It is a. Uh, this would be a uh, a cat with a rainbow and butterflies. <laughs> Heavy, uh, but it has. Yeah. It has corpse paint on its face. It, does. it says heavy meowdle. Heavy meowdle. That's pretty rad. I actually like yep. that uh, that shirt quite a bit. That's pretty great. Yeah. Another mark of an excellent podcast host. Stephen, what do you have on your shirt? Nothing, as usual. Ladies and gentlemen, I heard of this guy who had a podcast, and uh, he didn't wear anything on his shirt ever. Harry Carey now? He was only plain <laughs> tees. I have four. Four shirts right now, I think. On? With... <laughs> and none of them have anything on well, them. Well, I have one wrapped as a diaper. Ah, got it. Because uh, I just, I actually just got circumcised. Safety pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think I have four shirts with graphics on them currently, and I have about fifteen without. Oh, really? And I don't wear those four ever. Wow. Here's the Listen thing. To I started this realizing over here. I'll see some shirts online, especially now, because there's a lot of good art out there, you know, and people are making all kinds of like licensed shirts for like Halloween or yeah. trick or treat or whatever, all kinds of cool stuff. And then I'll be like, oh, that's <laughs> the really two cool. occasions, Halloween and trick or treat. <laughs> well, I, that's the two that I saw most recently were, were from this place called Fright Rags. Oh, yeah. Dot com. We've got a couple of Fright and, Rags. And uh, they, they do a lot of cool branded stuff. Yeah. With like killer clowns from out of space. Yeah. And it's all like horror stuff. Right. I've got so a howling one. Yeah. Go. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think about those and I'm like, yeah, if I was out and I saw, you know, like a David in the store and I didn't know him and he saw that shirt. David? If I saw Michelangelo's David and I was staring at that, tiny, that package. Tiny penis. Yeah. Yep. Fluttering. Uh, just gazing at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but if I if there, if I were there and there was someone that liked that and they saw my shirt, they might talk to me. And I thought that sounds fun at first, but then I realized I don't like to talk to people. This is so and much so, thought for why you don't use graphic tees. I think about a lot of things. No, that's fine. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just, I've never, I, I, I've, I've, I've had that many steps or I, I've had, I could have had that many steps, but for me it ended at step one, which was look at the cool art they make these days Buy shirts. Mm, and you bought it. <laughs> mm. Right. Well, here's the other thing. I'm I not being critical. I'm just saying and, I, I maybe lack the, the, yeah. the foresight that you have and the foreskin, as you mentioned. Well, we definitely like Brent's foreskin. Um, yeah. 
but uh or three skin i don't know it's like it's, it's like a one skin yeah like okay a one yeah ski. if you're like cutting the levels that down helps, yeah. Actually, yeah. About, yeah picture it yeah it's a quarter Better. i've been picturing yeah. it the entire um, time and the more details you give the more i'm able to sculpt it in my head so yeah it's like a quarter turt is what <laughs> what is considered God, it's... okay yeah i'm 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 50 <laughs> percent south asian one quarter turt and then like you know whatever the other fourth is sure white <laughs> big bang theory uh, that, i would wear this shirt if you were to you know design something off it off of this uh i might wear that to support you brent oh okay i appreciate his, it and your future at endeavors outside of the show you're talking about his uh his his body modificated penis that's not a word yes right Yes, if he were to make a design off of that, you know, I would wear that to support him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and also, you know, body positivity, you know, like representation matters. Brent, have you And so I want people Have you ever that. tried drawing? Mm-hmm. Maybe you could draw this and make a shirt out of it. Um well, I mean, I've I've drawn like that. I do do that. Um do do. You do do that? But I do do this that. This is the lack of professionalism that we were talking about that we're trying to really yeah. move away from. I don't know. Me I don't too. Know what, yeah, I, I, didn't think that was I said I don't know what happened. I don't. I was asking I you a serious it. question, and you just tried to make it into a joke. You stepped in doo doo. Oh, I get it. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm on the Mind Grenade podcast today. Uh, what? Not a not a common thing for them to bring on hosts. Uh, I think they wanted to save <laughs> a nice, solid guest host for what was the best uh, episode of the series so mm-hmm. far. So I'm on this newest one. Um, not a continuity heavy thing, so you don't need to listen to parts one through four. Just go straight to part five. Uh, start there with my episode. Uh, I think Austin from Hideous Energy is going to be on the next episode. Uh, so you can get that uh, David Austin one-two punch that you've been loving on the internet for years. Um, and uh, and while you're on there subscribing, make sure you check out um, uh, 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 GodivaChocolates.com. It's the first <laughs> place that does not sponsor on podcasts, but they do on ours this week. Uh, Godiva.com. Use the promo code LTAS. Stephen and David, it's a long promo code, but we wanted to make sure yeah. you knew who you were sp- supporting specifically. Uh, you know, buy some I, chocolates for your loved ones. Uh, support Stephen and I buy some white chocolates with the uh, little specks mm. of chocolate beard on them. Um, yeah. So, so is the promo code LTAS Stephen and then A and D David, or is it like ampersand? It's. Uh, thank you for asking, Brent. It is. It's the longer, more cumbersome version. And da- mm-hmm. A and D, then another D. David, looks like you've typed too many Ds. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, so <laughs> we've all been through this problem. Uh, why is it called an ampersand instead of an and percent, right? <laughs> Get it? Murray, can you turn you're... up the mic? I don't think they can hear it. Brent, they're someday right? you're going to be really they're... good. And so, we were going to say, like, we heard it first before it was good. Yeah, we can tell those funny stories about how, like, oh, he was, used to be really bad. And you guys don't know, you know, you think yeah. he's, he just was always funny, but it used to be really, really bad and worked really hard at it. You're in that, you're in that stage. So it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stage guys, here I am. Got a brick wall behind me. Spotlight <laughs> it's currently turned off. I don't, I can't see anyone. In, is there anyone in here? There's no one. Everyone's gone, but I still get paid. I don't get, I have to mop now. Okay. Uh, shit. You owe this. Yeah. You owe the, the venue. Yeah. The police are coming now. They're trustworthy, right? Thin blue line. Oh, this is that's bad for me. Oh, because my skin color. Okay. Tell me you're a cop. For well, me? Th- <laughs> <laughs> They'll believe you with that shirt. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, um, David, did you want to plug anything today? Um, no, I mean, just, just our podcast. That episode. Thanks for listening to yeah. it. And, uh, you know, we do it every week. It's a fun thing. Sometimes we have on guests like Brent, if you want to come on, really we'll have on anyone. So if you want to yeah. check out the show and, and be a part of it, uh, shoot us an email over at our email address. Um, thanks to Brent, our special guest this week for coming on and, and, uh, you know, trying being reinstated as host full time. Yep. The full, we'll talk about, about the, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, but we appreciate you trying out some of your material and we've all been there. Sometimes stuff works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, keep at it and, uh, thanks for being on. We'll, we'll, we'll see you another time. Uh, like Brent, I'm going to go ahead and cut you off there. Okay. Um, yeah, you can find all of our info in the show notes below. Um, you can follow Brent on, um, bad, bad comics, trying to be great.com. I think it was your website. That actually works both ways. Yeah, because yeah. also uh, the comics. Yeah, that's and, you and nailed like that, Steven. Yeah. Have you ever tried stand up comedy, Steven? I I've been thinking about it. Uh, you should. That's, I've been thinking about you it. showed a lot of promise in that one Thank little you. bit. Yeah, Brent, did you did you hear that? Write that down. You should. Yeah, you should write that Don't down. Don't steal I'll it. Give that to you. You've ever heard of Carlos oh. Mencia? Don't do that. Okay, not every brown guy steals <laughs> another comedian's jokes. Okay, it's just like it was like a. Like, sure, it's happened, but, like, whatever. But it's like Joe Rogan's going to get up on stage with its creatine shake and confront me in person? I don't know. Like, probably. I had to pick, I had, I had to pick either him or, or Amy Schumer, and, you know, I went with mm. um, with the classic joke thief. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, Amy Schumer stole jokes? Alleged, oh, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Oh, my God. I've seen uh, some video like comparing. I don't remember who the other comic was though, but it was, it was a lot it's, of other. Comics. It's almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, she pulls from a lot. It was. It's almost like verbatim. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. But also, you know, it's life, and people go through the same experiences. Not everyone's cut out so, for it too. Uh, I think Stevens mm-hmm. is one of those people that you just have a natural knack for it. Just kind of happens. Yeah. Uh, Brent, you're somebody who you know. We'll see. Like you, you keep trying stuff out and some people have to work harder. Might work, might not. It might, you might, you might be one of those older comics that you see on America's got talent and they're not really that funny, but for America's got talent, they're funny. And mm-hmm. you know, they're trying That's it in their, in their sixties. They obviously yeah. won't win. Cause someone can like, you know, balance a piano on their chin. Like that's more impressive, yeah. but get some exposure and then you can do like comic book conventions or birthday parties, stuff like that. Make a little bit of side oh, income. Birthday parties. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that at all. Maybe like a, a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, even. Yeah, I think so. And if you want, you think- if you want to build some of that credibility and promotion, especially with like an online web store, Squarespace.com <laughs> give you twenty percent off. If you use the promo code LTAS. Uh, you can start there. We highly recommend it. Do you think Brent? If- thanks so much for being on this week, man. Yeah. It was do you, a real pleasure. you think if there's? I still not taking hints. We're kind of. If there's a um, a little girl robot who's jewish she has a robot mitzvah so anyway Stephen, that's how do you make the robot the voice come in at the end of the show can you just make that happen yeah we'll go ahead and just do that now okay. we'll just get out of here uh brent again it was, it was lovely to have you on um i'm gonna go ahead and cut your mic now <laughs> <laughs> and on that note until next time i'm steven i'm david I, i'm a guest evidently you can say your name it's okay I'll, i unmuted you And let's talk later, but not with Brent.
think during that too, at that last moment, uh, right before I said not with Brent, my stomach was like, so I hope that caught that as well. Okay. Already recording. <laughs> You're like, I've been, I've, I have 15 minutes already. Yeah, have fun editing that. <laughs> this is why the sync words are, are going to be helpful, especially on this one. I've tried to do the sync word thing on Hideous Energy once or twice. How, how much do you have to check on it throughout the recording? Well, here's the to thing. A, to adjust. I don't know if why you, I did like a nipple play thing with that, but to, I guess <laughs> in my head when you're editing at home, you, you're doing it via knobs. Like that should sketch. Well, yeah, I got sketch. nipple knobs. Everybody's got <laughs> yeah. Every podcast has nipple knobs. That's just Everybody to keep you that. level to be able to yeah, keep the podcast exactly. level. That's right. Um, but yeah, I, I usually sync it in the beginning and then... Um, I use, like I don't know what what Brent used to do with recording this, but I used to um, edit the fuck out of our episodes. I would like okay. work on like pause points and like did that joke should we like edit like you can't hear Brent's joke really. I'm gonna like tone mine down. Mm. I used to go through it. It took me like hours, and then one day Brent and I were like. I think one of us did it first. And we were like, hey, man, I just edited the beginning and like the ending music and like, fuck it. Right. I mean, like, who who cares? Uh, yes. The hideous energy method <laughs> that I came up with 10 years ago. <laughs> so we stumbled out upon it late. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so I used to or now I, I will do it in the beginning and I'll kind of check on it periodically. Just make sure everything's like sounds good. For the most part, it drifts like a little bit. Um, and then towards the end, sometimes I will notice like uh, as we're saying our names in a row and then to like get out of the show and everything i'll be like oh It'll like that there. was definitely a weird pause yeah and i remember him saying like right after me and so then i'll realize like it's probably been off for a while but i'm just like i'll fix that part or i'll step on your line where you're like i'm and before you can even get it i'm like i'm david <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah the i tried to do it on hideous energy once and it worked perfectly and uh-huh. I remember people at that point, Austin had moved. And so we had been re- when we were recording, we had been recording over Skype and the audio mm. quality had obviously changed. Yeah. So people right away were like, oh, did Austin move back or did you guys were you guys in the same town or something? The audio sounded awesome. And I was like, mm. no, it was you know, we I finally tried to do it in a more professional way and it worked great. And then yeah. the next time I tried it like an hour or two and I checked it and it was off sync and I was like. I feel like I could fix this. And I tried to fix it for about a minute and a half. And then I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to do this. <laughs> so then I've never done it again. <laughs> and we've tried a couple more times and when it gets off. I, I, I think it's more mostly because the uh, Austin's internet connection isn't as great. So it mm-hmm. would, there'd be like a lag in Skype, which obviously would create a lag too. And then you'd have to try to yeah. find that. And yeah. So just curious because yeah, it works well I- on the show. We've tried lots of recording options. We would do through GarageBand usually, and then you have Audacity and just mm-hmm. recording on our own. Because yeah. when we tried other things, they would, like if the internet went out or, you know, like when you're talking like through this and there's like uh, like more than two people or even two people and you talk over each other, like the mic is trying to figure out like who it should give yeah. priority to. And it'll like cut people off before they're done. And so we were getting into issues sometimes trying that way where it was like, it would just like garble our words together and then (laughs) someone else would just start talking and I always hated it. So like we've done this and it's, it's worked out for the most part, but we still don't edit like a ton. I hate it when that happens too. And it's a joke and and people are laughing or, or the person telling the joke is laughing, but you didn't hear it because you were talking you have to be like, yeah, yeah. What did you say again? Like you're like (laughs) trying to keep like the humor momentum going, but it's dead. (laughs) And you have to ask them to repeat a joke, which is the least funny thing in the world. (laughs) <laughs> even just right now i laughed really hard at you saying that and in my audio yours cut out so like oh, if yeah. i was recording it it would have done exactly what you just uh, said was, you missed the dynamite joke don't worry about yeah. it we'll just let it be there <laughs> um but yeah i uh 
I don't know what a sync word out of that, but I, I did have a small story that made me think of a funny sync word okay. the other day. That would be fun today. Um, I was, uh, my, my wife was in the bathroom the other day, like doing her makeup or, so, or her hair or something. Mm-hmm. And we had music on and I started dancing funny to make her laugh. And she said it looked like I was playing an instrument with my dick, <laughs> which uh, I said, I wish I could, but I don't have the dexterity. <gasps> oh, man. I did oh, it, guys. I did yeah. it. So okay. I'm thinking uh, dexterity for the. Uh, I'm not happy today. about it, but I'll, I'll play along and do it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'll humor this. <laughs> Hey, if you have something better, then you can put no, a no, word it's fine. Let's, on let's the spot, get it over sir. with. Let's do it. <laughs> Man. I, I, so. I, know that, I know that dance move well. That's basically the only dance move I, I really do. Um, mm-hmm. The amount of times in my life where I've walked into a room, started the move. Usually it's just humping, you know, air humping yeah. something. Um, and uh, for like behind Amanda's back or where she's, she doesn't know I'm in the room so that when she does turn my around, Amanda? she's... <laughs> Uh, we can talk about it off air, but uh, <laughs> wait until like she turns around and then is like, you know, surprised. Or, that's the joke. Mm-hmm. And then she's just left the room. And then I'm sitting and then I'm standing there humping alone in a room and being like, do I keep doing this until she comes back? And then it's double worth it. Or do I stop in shame? And only I know that this was awful. <laughs> that no joke has happened can, in my life probably yeah. 15 times over the years like it. I just I think it's because I do it that much anyway dexterity it's like how committed to the bit are you right yeah that you really want to show and how 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 much will she actually laugh and it's gotten in the past it's gotten bad to the point where I would do stuff like that to mess with her to joke around with her or whatever to like so much to where there would be times where I'd go into a room and start doing it and then realize like she's not even home (laughs) like I'm I'm home home alone I'm just Just, uh I'm just humping wait I'm naked just just I'm on the bed this feels good interesting (laughs) continuously escalates and that's how you found masturbation wow that that was it after marriage that's that's (laughs) alone We talked. We talked about the sexual aspects of evangelical Christianity last week. It's not that much of a stretch to. Oh man. To piece that together. All right. Sorry. Yeah. I'll stop talking so we can say. No, this is good. All right. So yeah, uh, I will count us down or count us up. Whatever it is, you'll find out. And then uh, dexterity on on three. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Dexterity. Sounded like a third voice, but that was weird. Anyway, was it must weird. have been that yeah, Skype thing that you were talking about. Glitched. It yeah, added bizarre. a voice this time yeah. instead of eliminating one of ours. <laughs> I think it's fine, though. I'm not worried about the NSA or Mark Zuckerberg oh, like, no. checking us out. Yeah, no, that's fine. We Well, what, what was it two weeks ago? We were like, Social Network's just a great movie. So yeah, he, that excuses he all crime. <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg, the person, is uh, notoriously a fan of that per- portrayal of him sure. uh, by Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Speaking of crime and Mark Zuckerberg, though, I don't want to be the fashion police, but that haircut. What's up with that dude's haircut? Ooh, straight how up robot, that, man. How does that happen? Like, you think he would have, he would have paid people to tell, just to tell mm. him, like, no, 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 stop that. <laughs> it's like, uh, um, it's gotten through. Tesla, who's the, I can't think of his name right now. The uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, there's like pictures of him from the late 90s when he was like doing PayPal and he was like clearly balding and it was like going back. And then like after a time, it's like he has hair again. And it's like, yeah, yeah he can pay someone to have hair. <laughs> First <laughs> season, second season, Michael Scott from The Office. Just, yeah. just thinning and slick back. And then season two, just a, Started to say full bush of head hair, which is a weird way to say that. <laughs> Never said that phrase in my life, but it's what came to me. So he's got a full bush of head hair. Season Did two. he get like implants or something? Does that do people know? I don't know. I didn't know that was I, a thing. I've always wondered that because 
it's the only time he's ever looked like that that I've seen, Steve Carell, yeah. in, in season one. So I don't know if they lean into him looking kind of like what your boss mm. would look like in real life. Yeah. Uh, or if if they were just like, well, don't don't you know Hollywood him up at all. And that's like his natural state. But I don't think they've ever talked about it. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's strange watching it. Yeah. Because it's Cause not I don't addressed feel like in I the saw show. That in movies. And, and other yeah. things like I don't notice that hair you know yeah same and well even to make the Parks and Rec comparison there's they make a joke about Andy about uh, Chris Pratt in one of the seasons where he's mm-hmm. like you just stopped drinking beer he's like all I did was stop drinking beer and I lost like 50 pounds <laughs> he got all <laughs> ripped great, for yeah. Guardians yeah well, yeah when he started doing Guardians and he comes back and yeah. it's supposed to be like like a month later or something like that <laughs> yeah they're and in he's like, Britain <laughs> yeah like 40 pounds lighter <laughs> yeah it's fantastic this phone's on mute. Hold on. I think I muted myself. L P A M.